0: I'm sad alone on a bench in the park. My name is Forrest, he casually remarked, waiting for the bus with his hands in his pockets. He just kept saying life is like a box of chocolates.
1: That's right, everybody. It's Fly Casual again. And tonight we're talking about one of the greatest cinematic masterpieces of all time, or at least the 1990s. That's right. It's Forrest Gump tonight. So you're going to stick around because it is Gump here on another Fly Casual. Get ready to wrinkle.
2: I don't know why we're not doing a podcast on Weird Al. That's we feel all I stupid now. <laughs> we
1: feel stupid. It's not that Forrest Gump is not great no, and deserving totally of, a, of a podcast, but how have we gone <laughs> this long? Like, how far are we into the <laughs> how not we've gone Star over Wars? Over three hundred ex- episodes. Well, not do- <laughs> if we were Star Wars exclusive for a lot of that. What are we like the last hundred? I think a hundred. Yeah, have not been oh, Star wow, Wars no. exclusive, yeah. and we have yet to do a Weird Al episode. <laughs> And this only just occurs to that us tonight, watching to the happen. video for Gump <laughs> and he's like Rockette kicking himself in the forehead while playing the guitar and it's amazing.
2: Oh, that man is so talented. Yeah. That was back
1: in the nineties when he can kick that high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right now, yeah. You I only... don't think
2: he ages though. I that, think Yeah, he's... what's
1: up with that? I don't it ain't know. just the wig either. No. That man no, no. that man made a deal he's with him. He's got some.
2: all kinds of energy and everything. Yeah. So. You know what? And He'll be on his deathbed, get
1: up and record a music video. We're like, he's still he's still a kid! And then they'll be like, you know, Weird Al died of, you know, after years of battle with stage four cancer. And we'll be like, we didn't even know. Had no idea. We didn't know, because he's such a trooper. We didn't know. They just filled him in with Shemp halfway
3: through. (laughs) (laughs) Weird
1: Shemp. Those were odd times when we had Weird Shemp Yankovic. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Good
3: times. Good times.
1: Yes, but tonight we are going to be talking about the movie, Forrest Gump. Uh... I'm Force Gear. What episode is this? Episode number
2: 303. 303. 303.
3: And you guys know what that is, don't you? A palindrome?
4: palindrome Yeah, it
1: is. (laughs) Nailed it. You've been waiting 100 episodes. Yeah. Not not just 10 or 11 episodes, (laughs) but 100 episodes. (laughs) When it's 313, guess what? It'll be again. Well he won't say it then. Yeah, he will. He will. See, oh, we got it does. marked on my calendar. Oh, right.
4: I thought he only did it on the zeros. No. No. Mm-mm.
1: I'm wrong. No. That's your that's your mom, though. She only does it on the zeros. Which Ooh. means she does it with nobody. No, just
2: the dudes who are zeros. Uh, um, like hey, the fighter sorry. jet? You know what? I, I'm okay with that. You can call me a
1: <laughs> oh, Mike <laughs> oh, volunteered. Well, I spend too much time with Mike and Garrick's mom for your mom, so
2: well, I only got so well, much
1: of me to go around. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting older. It takes time to recharge your batteries. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Fly casual. Hey, what? what? I'm your host, Mr. Oh, geez, what'd you do? I broke a
2: clothespin on my finger. Well, that's what you get for burning <laughs> it before. The well, it's out. not
1: like its structural integrity was, you know, compromised by the fact that I was lighting it on fire with a lighter and then smelling it because it smelled like an upscale steakhouse <laughs> uh, i don't want to huff- be judged by you or anybody you huff the pin too i dude i pin huff now i'm a i'm a born yeah, pin dude. huffer i didn't know i didn't know mm-hmm. till tonight but i've been a pin huffer all my you life you didn't know what I, pin huffer I, really was until he talked I, yeah, about the I, pin. <laughs> I thought i did i thought i did i was wrong Wait, how did this mainline that shit, man? Oh, dude, I don't know. I, I that's too much of a good thing. You got to go slow. You got to enjoy it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to burn burn out too early. And the next time, next time you go past a, a high end steakhouse, you will be just like, mm, I'm gonna get some nuggets. Give <laughs> 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 me ruined for you forever. Welcome back to Fly Casual. I am the basement proprietor, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. Across from me on my left is Mr. Michael J. Archbold. Hello, how Hi, you man.
2: doing? Oh, right. I. Okay. Now I need to, I'm high I need on to know. Pin. I'm pin high, right? now. I need now. to know you guys have found yourselves a new video game. Are you guys done with Fortnite? Uh no, we're not done with what? Fortnite. Oh, Don't jump sh- ahead. We're oh. not to the docket yet. Because 'Cause oh. <laughs> you'll go scrap
1: oh, no. in, feller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's boy. It's gonna sound more oh, and more easy. like they're
4: done with Fortnite, but he says no now. No, okay.
1: no, cause see there's still there's the there's the group hype game and then there's the chill game. It's okay to have two. Okay. It's All okay right. to have yeah. two. He says this now. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You haven't been around yeah. long enough to know the the ebb and flows <laughs> of video games with these guys. We're,
1: we're polygamerous. That's true. <laughs> polygamerous, I believe. is. It. Gamorous, I'm surprised yeah. PUBG held out as long as it did. Right there. <laughs> we're all surprised. <laughs> Even in retrospect, we're surprised how PUBG, how long it lasted. It's about
4: three months and they're on to a new game.
1: <laughs> yeah, usually. Usually. I take breaks. I'm still playing Minecraft, but I only play it for like a month and then I skip six months and then another month and I skip six months.
2: You know? I think my wife's about had yeah. enough of me playing Fortnite. Really? Yeah. She's tired yeah. of you sit dancing around standing up in front of the city. Of course TV I don't say nothing. Yeah, right. Have you had enough? I don't yeah. say nothing about her uh murder shows that she watches. Right? Nonstop, Seriously. But, Are you Ooh, about done playing shows. Fortnite there? Uh am I about done? I am i'm at one. Can, can you finish fortnite i think at one yeah well i'm getting to 200 I mean, I'm I mean, fortnite, no. guys I what i meant by
4: that question is are you <laughs> have you had your fill and Spikes ready to move on oh, yeah. ready,
2: ready to move on no all right it's probably gonna be a while for me
1: yeah i'm that way
2: too this even the, even if that you guys this don't. is the
1: first full <laughs> season <laughs> yes you know that's the Correct. thing we're, we're the season's getting long in the for me it's the long first the full tooth, season. Man, long it's, of the tooth man long it's the season's getting long in the tooth so but when you haven't it, made it to 200 yet. So. I have no desire. I'm just unlocking, like, here's a new color of snot the model is covered in. You know, the weird thing
2: is, is it's, I mean, it's pretty uh, repetitious. I, I, yeah. I hate to say it that way, but that type I, of game is going to be. I still enjoy I'm still The Christmas change-up
1: really did it with the planes and all that yeah, crap. But now that it's back fun. to kind of, yeah. eh, oh, here's a gun yeah. you might not like. You might like. They, yeah. they put wacky inflatable f- are
4: yeah. and you got to yeah. you got to destroy those now.
2: I see that's yeah. new. Eh? That is new. You're right. Finally, we could do something with them. But, um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am ready for a new season now. I'm ready to yeah. see what they're doing. Yeah,
1: next. a new season will bring me back in probably kind of heavy, and then toward mid mid late I'll taper off a little bit. I mean that's that's why they do them, right? right? So over there, uh, breaking us into Fortnite discussions before we're even through introduction <laughs> at Master Control, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. I blame this all on Mike. I did too. <laughs> but no, uh, no, no.
4: Hello, no. I'm,
1: I'm still thin-huffing just to get through this conversation. He is it smells yeah. amazing. It's unreal, unreal. Have you have you ever partaken? Okay, in I want you to know.
4: Open? you need to know something, Corey. What man? If you thought they used like this awesome wood to smoke their meats yeah no they just get clothespins. They just yeah they're they just out like that's why it smells like a seriously steakhouse.
1: amish amish country hates steakhouses because it drives up the price of clothespins yes and <laughs> sometimes their clothes are just strewn across the grass because some greedy Aww. steakhouse owner drove by stole all their clothespins while stuff's out drying on the line and then honked their horn while they peeled
2: out yep yeah. what are
1: they gonna do chase them down on a horse
2: yeah, seriously. Well,
1: then
3: you can it's say the it's the
2: perfect Am- crime. You can say it's Amish smoked too. Oh my God, oh. we're gonna make millions.
1: <laughs> we're opening a steakhouse. All we can afford is hamburger, but it's gonna smell delicious. Print it. Print. Yep. You're taking Done. notes, right? Yep. Okay. Crosspond down a few minutes, Gary, not Nachi Hardy. I think I'm technically Amish. I can, <laughs> wait a minute. Canadian I can Amish. Talk Canadian about.
3: Amish. That's <laughs> born in an Amish country. Oh yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania d- Amish country. When did the Amish that become so anime Amish.
1: and video game tolerant?
3: <laughs> no, I'm still on Rumspringa, baby.
1: Oh, you're just eternal <laughs> Rumspringa. Yeah, I'm never going back. <laughs> After watching uh what were those what was that string of shows that was about like people who were Amish who would like stop being Amish for a while? Amish gone wild? Yeah, I don't think that was it. Uh, but like there were a couple of them and my wife was really into them. And every time I walk in the room, you know, back then she was still watching like Keeping Up with the Kardashians and crap like that. But there'd be something like that on. I always be like, huh, Amish it, was it called uh, Breaking Amish? Yes, Breaking Amish was it's one of them. Because he looked at them. On yes, the I.
2: Yeah, well, you know, I'm not. So actually, I'm, I'm glad a, someone is. That's a true thing. I went to school, high school, with a guy that. Yeah. that was Amish, yeah. and he, like, it dropped out, and it's yeah. like, okay, this is my dip the toe in the water phase. Yeah, and then, yeah. And he, and he was like, yeah, not like 95% of them, 98% of them go back. Yeah, right. To the lifestyle. But, but. whenever
1: we'd be out driving, and uh, and I probably put this idea in her head, I, I probably at some point we were out driving and we saw like four Amish older teenagers, young 20s, you know, a couple of couples, and they would be like. Uh, looking at cell phones and riding on scooters or something like that. <laughs> and with the windows up, mind you, I probably at one point yelled, Rum Sprinter! at the top of my lungs. Wow. So now my sure, the, life, you sure they weren't Mennonites? Because those are different. They very could much could have been. But around here, <laughs> most of the Mennonites around here are more or less indistinguishable from just your average Joe. Like, were, they, were they the Schmellies? <laughs> they weren't the Schmellies. But... Uh, my wife. I actually at times have to hold the window buttons up because she will lose control and want to roll down her window and yell "Ramspringer" at poor Amish people just oh, wow. happening along in a buggy. Yeah, don't let your wife. No, I know she has no <laughs> self control. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like I do something once carefully and <laughs> controlled in something that I think is funny between us and whoever listens to the podcast, maybe, <laughs> but she will then think oh that's carte blanche now i can do that whenever i want to whomever at the top of my lungs
2: out in public (laughs) yeah it sounds about right it's
1: the same thing with like people like we watch these people who do these youtube videos about camping and she's like i want to go to one of these rallies where a bunch of these people get together i'm like no no and here's why because all the jokes we make about their videos you will just like diarrhea of the mouth right at them (laughs) excitedly (laughs) and offend them and i will be humiliated (laughs) so we can't do that that's the life i live i chose this life for myself you did And that's what I'm stuck with. You only have yourself to blame. That's right. Speaking of being stuck with stuff, it's time to talk about what is up that docket. Oh, hold on. Let me fish it out. Oh, yeah.
3: It's a clothespin up there. Is it really
4: a good idea to
1: drink Mike's Harder Lemonade? Double
4: double fisting.
1: And and a monster? Double chugging. It's a sugar-free monster. It's fine. Oh, okay. You need a chaser. Oh, boy. He's not uh, doing a chaser. He's doing it at the same time. These are actually delicious together. It's just really messy to pour two cans into your mouth at the same yeah, time. Yeah,
4: I would. But these you work really well together. You need the funnel
1: hat. Oh, there's a funnel Ooh. around here somewhere. Funnel we'll get hat. we'll get me marginally buzzed <laughs> off this one alcoholic store bottle.
4: Okay, I, I have to confess, it took me forever to find that. Forever find oh the drink out of your fridge. It was right in the middle because I was not looking for a can. Oh, you're looking for a bottle. And I'm like, where? And then all of a sudden, I looked right in front of me at this big, <laughs> like huge can. Giant like, orange,
1: black, and yellow can. Oh,
4: that's that's what he's doing. Oh, that can completely out of but... place. There's nothing yeah, else exactly. like it. exactly. Anywhere in the fridge. <laughs> but I'm looking for a bottle, and my ADD self is... Where's the bottle?
1: Not paying attention to any cans. Yep. Suck. Speaking of paying attention to cans, Howie, what's on your docket? You'd a terrible fighter
3: pilot. I would, I would
4: totally be a terrible fire pilot a lot of us well it's but it's what's it, it it's what's me, on the inside it, it makes me good gooder at Fortnite than maybe mm. some there because
1: of my add you know what there's some truth mm-hmm. to that crap mm-hmm. like if you get too hyper focused you're gonna miss what's going on in the periphery yep mm-hmm. yeah but what if there's too much going on in the periphery well then you play like me which is crap <laughs> you need to shut down mm-hmm
3: I just stand there and look up or build or you hear Corey say, oh, I'm down.
4: I fell. And then you're like, mm, that's nice.
1: Yep. And then no one does anything about it. So Corey just drops game. <laughs> 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 that happened the other night.
4: Yep. Mm. Uh, but on my docket, I finished season <gasps> four. <gasps> Uh, the, the, queen. the queen, the queen, that oh, queen, the cream. Uh, the cu- the cream, the crown. Is that is that the one it's where the she crown, aged actually. twenty years in like say, two years? I always say the the queen, but it's the crown. The um, crown.
3: Aged twenty years and what? She like aged twenty years in three years, and her eye color
1: changed somehow. Hey man, stress and mm. ruling <laughs> I I don't think so. Your eyes would be oh, okay. all kinds of different colors. Yeah, here we got to that season, country. I guess. It's a new actress. What are you talking about? He's talking about the new actress. That,
3: in that was seasons. last
1: season. Yeah, we know. Season but three. Oh. He's been saving that joke for a while. We wanted to like <laughs> yeah,
3: it Yeah, I was. No, uh, so she <laughs> aged for fast. She was
1: Garek a teenager one day. I have a list awful. of jokes here on uh, my uh, computer. It was an awful joke. He only gets to make one joke about the crown every so
2: often. Yeah. First was Matt Smith, and then it's an old guy.
1: What the hell's going on?
4: And by the way, you've met your quota now for this podcast. You've told two jokes. <laughs> All
1: right. Your quota is... cut it, is, cut is, it out uh, now. Is he a doctor or, or a prince or a duke? I don't know. <laughs> Hardly know her. <laughs> Queen?
4: Oh. So this season has made me um, really just not be very favorable to Prince Charles.
1: Yeah. You know, I only watched a couple episodes with the wife, but it really gives you... Mm. I, I don't know how true it all is but the it's it seems very plausibly true yeah. from what little i know uh, about him and, and it's like from what, oh,
4: man from the interviews that the actual uh princess diana mm-hmm. had oh. it i mean there's she said those
1: types she had of to things deal with too. stuff yeah she had to deal with some stuff
4: so like the season three you're kind of like oh man i feel bad for this guy mm. and then season four you're like oh you're just a douche <laughs>
1: Yeah, Dick. Did you? Did your mom have Diana fever in the eighties? No. My mom did. Well, not that no, I my mom aware of. did too. My mom very much did. She like may the Star the magazine and all that stuff. laying in piles on the on in the bathroom. Oh wow, Who wouldn't find that in our house. Oh, they, see, that's what I asked because I didn't know for sure. But yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Mike's mom. I think he'd ride along same boat. My yeah. mom. Had she didn't fever.
3: <laughs>
2: <hospital but laughs> she didn't do the magazines, which is, is ironic if you the, think about it. It is the wedding and all that. My my my
1: wife and her mom also had the the diana fever back in the day i'm told like my wife has a fascination with the british royal family and the kennedys that doesn't mm. come from any point of admiration it's just like i mean not just more gay or a, it's just fascination yeah and uh i don't get it i'm fascinated with jfk and how all that went down in dallas but buck stops more or less there for me personally She's just the whole nine yards. She wants to go back to Grandpa Kennedy. She wants to take it all the way through, you know, and and she has been so hyper focused when the crown comes out. She annihilates, binges it as quickly wow, yeah. as possible.
4: Well, we were watching quite a bit and then Fortnite happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then so we finally finished it up. But um, yeah, because it, it came out several months ago. Mm -hmm. Mm um but yeah that i mean i I, i'm fascinated by from a historical standpoint on Mm -hmm. you know what the things that it's covering and and as it pertains to the royal family yeah it's just something that i'm uneducated about and of course i take this with a grain of salt because i know the majority of it is is a fiction for television i think they're trying to be as Accurate as they can be, obviously they have.
1: Yeah, they're contextualizing his- historical ventures right? Yeah. Going point to point,
4: so it, it's it's pretty neat to just kind of view the things. I it's seeing uh, um Queen Elizabeth. It, it, I have a lot of respect for her. Yeah, I don't agree with everything that they mm-hmm. portrayed her to do, uh, but you know. Be- uh, oh, what's the prime minister? Uh, just skate my Churchill. The main the one, funny thing the was main one of the season. I
1: just thought of three different British prime ministers, which <laughs> is two more than I would have been able to think of before, 20 years ago. And then the fourth name that came into my mind was Nolan Ryan. So I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> <out.
3: laughs> oh, talk about Margaret, Thatcher? <laughs> Margaret yeah. Thatcher. Played by X-Files. Not Meryl. State. Yeah. Dana
4: Scully amazing oh, wait margaret oh.
1: wait is it gonna make me hot for margaret thatcher because no no okay <laughs> no. she
4: is amazing jillian anderson
1: i still think she's good-looking wool she makes margaret thatcher
4: look better than she really did okay okay but which she... isn't hard <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> Be hard not to <laughs> but my goodness gets like no for, in my margaret opinion Thatcher's she's family the star of the it's season not. now did Good you button. see the iron lady with meryl streep no. Okay. I'm curious as to how it compares, because Meryl Streep is Meryl Streep, so you know she hit it out of the park. Yeah. Okay. Jillian, I didn't know that was her. I didn't know she was in it. Now yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch
4: it. Yeah, you will. Uh, she's amazing. And the the lady that they got to play, Princess Di, is spot on. Mm-hmm. As far oh, yeah. She's like, mm-hmm. got her yeah, mannerisms, mannerisms. I've
2: seen yeah. clips of her, and she looks pretty good. I, yeah. just,
1: I remember my mother being upset with Prince Charles when I was a kid. And I remember thinking yeah. he's a prince in a different country. That might as well be a fairy tale. Why are you even caring about this? Like, why what's the con- why are you upset with the prince of a country? Those are our cousins, man. Well, <laughs> now the, like I was like how he's alluding to his doucheness in the season and the couple things I saw. Like I'm turning I walk in the room, I turn the wife go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are they talking about Camilla? Camilla's now. And uh-huh. she's like, But Camilla uh, was back then too. Camilla and I'm was like back then. What? Yeah. Yeah. Gross. was before <laughs> Di. yeah. I didn't know that. I yeah. was like, "Are you kidding me?" It was just he was just holding off for that long. Oh well,
4: well. the thing well, is, he tried to. He actually. They wouldn't, they wouldn't let. They him. wouldn't let him marry her, right. right? And to the point where his well, was his uncle, like put him, made him go uh, survey some kind of military mm-hmm. some just to separate them. Yep. And in the hopes that he would lose interest. And um, so to the family's fault, they are, he is a product of. He had a weird upbringing. He had a very strange upbringing. But I love, I love, um, what's her name playing Queen Elizabeth? I love like towards, is towards the, the end of the I season. I believe you're Where referring she... to
1: murder lady. It's a chick from right. Shaun of the Dead oh. or from, uh, I'm sorry, Uh-oh. Hot Fuzz. Broad church lady. Y- yeah
3: yeah <laughs> i didn't see Broadchurch. olivia coleman yeah she's a. Chick. oh Broadchurch is great she's got two
1: doctors in it i know i know it's it's, it's on my long 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 pile and chain. a companion are you guys done so there. but yes it, but it's hot fuzz you love hot
4: fuzz yeah i do love hot That's fuzz a, she was a chick from Hot but fuzz. but the what they had her go off on at prince charles was basically <laughs> you're being a fool mm-hmm. you're you have such a privileged life and you're just being a whiny little bitch Bitch. so i thought that was kind of interesting because it it makes you think okay well we all were born into whatever circumstance we were born into we were dealt the life we were dealt uh arranged marriages was pretty much all this really is Mm. is not an uncommon thing in this world there's still that happens and picking out someone that you think you love isn't necessarily guaranteeing (laughs) happiness Mm -hmm. uh so you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> they uh, might
1: still try to yell at Amish people. You know, <laughs> they might.
4: Uh, so I just I found it. I found the season for the most part pretty compelling, especially Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, performance by what's <laughs> her name? <again? laughs> on a cold Jane
1: Anderson. I'm freaked out yeah. by that. I can't even picture it. Uh, no, I, I, I
4: didn't notice it at first. But the wife didn't, didn't me tell me, me
1: the hot X Files lady is on the show. I'm I would have su- sat down and watched it with her.
4: I'm surprised she didn't.
1: Because she probably has no idea that Gillian yeah. Anderson was ever in something I would watch. But you should you should watch Sex Ed. No, that just sounds like I'm getting myself in trouble.
3: She she's she's in that. It's a Netflix show, and she plays a sex therapist.
1: I know what not to watch <laughs> because I'm not going to come out better for it. <laughs> all right, I got to keep Jesus in my heart. <laughs> is, she, is she hands on with her
2: clients? That's all I need. Maybe. Oh, oh,
1: intrigue. Mike, ask Garrick what's
2: on his docket. Garrick, what's on yeah. your docket?
1: Oh, I see what he did there. <laughs> well, boys. You should have said, ask Corey. What's I on was his really impressed because Mike Garrick. took in air getting ready to talk about his docket <gasps> and made that turn like Trans- transition. Oh. Nailed it.
3: He's hope a it, pro. I hope he's sad now. Are you sad, Mike? Nope. Sad.
4: Wanna
2: hear, I want to hear what you have to say.
4: He's
3: still reading his well, phone this whole time. So. Yeah, hold on. I got a joke here. <laughs> nope, you can't. I'll, I'll, damn it. I'll bleep it out. <laughs> so I I made a kind of an unofficial new year's resolution oh, to uh try to geez. explore um genres of entertainment that I'm not typically going out to <laughs> That's why you new watch genres that. of
2: anim- anime?
4: Bridgerton, no. Brid- Bridgerton. Bridgerton.
3: that nah. Yes, that's why. (laughs) I was trying to save you, Gary. I'm trying to save you. (laughs) You can't be saved. Leave him to die. So, so I've I've been for the last couple months. Well, let me back up first. I was like, where should I start? I don't know. So I went to the check out what what are the major movie franchises that maybe missed out. Went to the porn aisle. Mm -hmm. So I went to to Wikipedia, and they have a a listing of highest grossing. movie franchises ever in America. Mm -hmm. So of of course, like most of them I've seen all of them multiple times, like Marvel's star Wars, you know, uh, Harry Potter, that kind of stuff. It took me down to number 13. Oh wow. And I realized I've only seen one movie in that franchise and I hated it.
2: Star Trek. Oh no,
3: no. (laughs) I've (laughs) seen those. Yeah. Star Trek. So, so I spent the last few months Watching every movie in the franchise.
1: Oh wow!
3: I just finished uh, this week. Actually, okay. Wait. So
1: is this New Year's? Wait, 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 Making you better. You, you, wait, wait. Don't tell us. Don't tell us what. Okay. Uh, what genre? Um, action. So not Fish. Police Academy. Oh, I've seen. No, okay, no, Fast most, and Die Hard, Police Academy, the Lethal furious. Weapon, Fast and Furious. Yeah, Fast and Furious. Right. You're right. Yeah. Yep. I have never seen a single one. Not one. I've not seen. Me either. I saw the
3: first. Fast and Furious, Furious when it first came out in the theater, and I hated it. I thought Paul Walker was a terrible actor. You can't say Vin that Deez- he died, so he
2: was
1: great. No,
3: rest in he peace. Should have, he should have got the Academy Vin Diesel was <laughs> okay, but ben not Diesel. the best. And that movie was just, it's Diesel's just Vin Diesel's. Like, Vin Diesel. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a car guy, and I've owned like maybe three cars in my whole life. <laughs>
1: One was Illumina. (laughs) Yeah, one was Illumina. we and I discussed this before the recording.
3: (laughs) I had Illumina, a Sentra, and I I have a Mazda right now that I've been driving for for the last 13 years. Yeah, dude. (laughs) And it's had a crack in the windshield for the last 10. Yes, also true. Which are not... Expensive to fix, <laughs> it's, but it's not expanding. It's fine. It, it's in a state of perfect homeostasis. So I don't want to wreck that. You don't want to mess up the ecosystem. <laughs> that might actually be holding my
1: entire car together. Yeah, if he puts know. a new one on and it gets a crack, it'll probably just get worse and break. Yeah, He's already got the guaranteed no crack expansion. You? <laughs> you
3: got to give. You, it's got that little give that my car needs because if it's too rigid, my car just
1: falls apart. Although yeah. technically
4: you might be driving <laughs> illegally, I'm not sure.
1: Also, if your windshield's cracked, you don't give a crap what happens to the rest of your car. Exactly. You know, oh, I mean, I've been door dinged me <laughs> windshield. I've crack. been driving
3: it since 2009. There's <laughs> nothing that can happen <laughs> that I really
1: care about. Oh, it's beautiful so, yeah. not to have a car pick I, I
3: I just uh, yeah, I don't get the car love that people have, but I you know, nothing against them I mean, but, I have I have a whole room of plastic space dollies. To so so put a crack so in the mind windshield of, what, of the
1: point Garrick is making, it's a stick shift.
2: How many miles? Yeah. Yeah. So Garrick's saying, miles? I
1: don't get the whole car thing, but he drives stick. I'm just saying <laughs> there's, you know... How many yeah. miles? The only Garrett. reason I drive stick is because my last
3: car was a transmission man or automatic transmission Most and i had a ton of issues with the transmission really those are expensive yes. yeah yeah <laughs> if you do it's yeah. expensive yeah. you do
4: know Plus, that they make a lot of automatic transmissions that don't yeah. have issues yeah that's true you were <laughs> yeah, but
1: you know what i i've had but nothing but this engine that, when the next
4: one's going to be electric when i bought it
3: that was what was in my head <laughs> <laughs>
4: fair enough maybe
3: different now no more of this automatic let me ask crap. you something
4: do you enjoy driving a manual oh yeah i love it i do too
3: it's great it ah, gives you
4: a, i'm going say i love it oh i love it i get it. the playing
1: yeah. a video game ishness of driving stick but i have way too many other things to not do with that hand no are you, it keeps, you masturbating it keeps, keeps me more focused on driving no i'm a lefty sure. so that's not even a problem that's not even going to be a thing so uh, anyway so I, you can't switch to well, right
3: hand so Fast and the Furious. I watched there's nine movies. No, oh, well, God. hold on. There's eight movies oh, and a Fast and the Furious story movie.
1: Like, I guess, legend. Oh, was that like something? Mortal Kombat, like <laughs> Annihilation? Or no, not with the movie. I, I, still,
3: <laughs> I, I still hold that the first Fast and Furious movie is absolutely terrible and should only be watched if you care about learning what happens to these it looked, you
1: it looked terrible at the time and i could not understand this did you
3: did you rewatch it i i did and that that was the only movie that i had to like take a couple days break between to finish it really it's so it's so bad so like, they actually
1: I, got better after that
3: surprisingly enough yes wow. so the first one takes itself way too seriously and uh paul walker is He's, he's not terrible. a good he was
1: never a good actor <laughs> no.
3: he's he's terrible in that movie and Vin Diesel I think he's just he, it's when he's first ra- getting his start around that time yeah and he's kind of finding his way so he's he's okay I don't know Vin and Vin the, is- then the second movie is too fast too furious which is uh a little bit better because they bring in more of the of more characters uh ludicrous joins and then uh um, Roman who's his friend who's in future movies he's kind of becomes a comic relief so you're like oh, okay now they I think they realize they took themselves too seriously in the first one and Roman, the, the one who's one.
1: always inviting you out to go bowling yeah and throw darts <laughs> yeah.
3: he's like the he's like the <laughs> kind of like the face man slash Murdoch of the team oh okay. he's kind of like the the fast talker but still kind of goofy okay type guy yeah it. and they bring in Ludacris who's the singer I can't remember he goes by uh, something else but, you know, Luda, you know, Luda, right? He's like a hacker in this yeah. movie. Okay. And then the and then the third one is Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> which has nothing to do
1: with the first two movies. Isn't Paul Walker in it for like three seconds? No. Uh. No, I'm getting Vin that Diesel. from like listening to a podcast seven years ago. I really have. He no. M- idea. He may be. <clears throat> no, I, no. Vin Diesel's in it for like
3: the two seconds. OK, which there, that's it. That's. So they, they bring in a few more characters and that one's, that's probably my second least favorite. That one's terrible. Yeah. And and then I guess they needed to rebrand after that. So the fourth movie is called Fast and Furious. Yeah. Not the Fast and Furious, just Fast and Furious. Yeah. Don't get, the let's curious. not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so that one's kind of a, a sequel to the first one. Cause the second one is just Paul Walker. There's no Vin Diesel in that one. Yeah, This one brings Paul Walker and Vin Diesel and they, they have like, a great like bromance going on, which is amazing. And, and throughout all these movies, Paul Walker is actually getting, he's either growing on me and I can overlook some of his he was terrible act.
1: acting or yeah. he's actually getting a little bit better. Yeah. I, don't I know. think probably more likely he was getting
3: a little better. Yeah. So that was the fourth one. Uh, and I should say Tokyo drift is a very strange movie because it's the third movie, but it actually takes place after the sixth movie so it's in the timeline. Oh my god, there's a timeline. <laughs> there's a timeline. Oh. So these all connect to each other. It's great. So then <laughs> <Is> there's <it? laughs> Fast there's Fast 5, which is probably I'd say the best one out of all of them. Really. Except maybe 7. It's it's a heist movie. So they bring Wait. All the... the previous ones haven't been heist movies <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Uh-huh. But this one is like a true heist movie. And it has although oh, I should say the Fast and Furious brings in Gal Gadot, which is Oh, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, oh, yeah worth watching right then, I'm saying. I do know what but, you're saying. But Fast Five, they bring in, like, uh, people from the first two movies. They bring in a couple uh, people from Tokyo Drift. They bring in people from Fast and the Furious. So they, this is the first one, I think. This is kind of the genesis of the future Fast and Furious movies. And they bring in The Rock as uh, Hobbs. So yeah. this is kind of like, I think, where the true franchise starts to get kind of somewhat enjoyable <laughs> at this point. Somewhat somewhat and then they get uh then there's furious six which is eh, it's okay and that's what it was furious, called furious six fast and furious Six. Oh, okay yeah sorry and then furious seven i think which was, is it's called furious seven it just them, yeah. like magnificent yeah. seven but they're
1: furious about it
3: but but uh tokyo drift takes place in between six and seven like i said so i don't know maybe you want to watch that after six i don't know furious <laughs> seven is the last one paul walker was in mm-hmm. so it's it's it has kind of that emotional thing at the end where they're doing tribute to Paul Walker. It's kind of sad. Uh, but it's, uh, it's a pretty decent movie. And then Furious... Uh, no, wait. It's called Fate of the Furious is the eighth one. You get it? Fate. Fate. Eight. Fate. Eight. Oh, oh. Fate. Oh. oh. <laughs> Vaga. Vaga. And that one, Vin Diesel's the bad guy. Oh,
1: wait, whoa. Ooh.
3: Has Charlize rude? Theron in it? She what? she jumps in. Jason Jason Statham was the bad guy in the seventh, and he's in it as well. I love Jason Statham; he's great. Um, so the, so they they keep. I think the one thing I've learned. Oh, and then the last one they had a a standalone with The Rock and Jason Statham called Hobbs and Shaw, which are their characters. Yeah, and that that movie's pretty great on its own because it has Idris Elba as a bad guy. And it's like Idris Elba is a
1: good bad guy. I know because I just (laughs) rewatched The Office.
3: Yeah, he's great. Like this is—it's kind of almost like a sci-fi because Idris Elba's character has cybernetic implants. Oh, good (laughs) boy! Cybernetic, and he can like jump and run and calculate stuff in his eyeballs somehow, like trajectories and (laughs) implants. He calls himself Black Superman. That cracked me up. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Black Superman. Yeah. But, uh, because Black Jesus was already taken by Yeezy. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think the one thing, I, or no, maybe not,
3: maybe a few things I've learned. Um, they really, really, really like showing people clutching like, a lot. And they really, really, really clutching? like showing close-ups of butts. Clutching. It's something that or, people who drive dude, stick do. They're just, like, slamming
1: the clutch I as hard as they like, can.
4: Clutching something in their hand. I, I did, too,
1: know, until you clutch. questioned it. And I went, oh, for <laughs> some reason, even though Howie can drive stick, and I can't probably at this
3: point. <laughs> Like, I suddenly e- get it. Every every time you see someone speed up, it's like, "Oh, guys, show the clutch shot real quick." You gotta, you gotta. You don't show the
1: clutch shot. Oh, you, they're slowing down. <laughs> clutch, clutch, clutch. You hear clutch that gear change? <laughs> if you hear it, but you don't see it, you don't believe it. That's right. And yeah. <laughs> like
3: every every single movie has some scene where there's a bunch of uh, scantily clad women and every time they just show close-ups of their butts gyrating around. And it's like it's like at the point where you're like, okay, Wait, they haven't done it yet. You All know? of them.
1: There it is! They my did wants it! To know if there's a YouTube supercut of just the butt scenes. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> I mean, it would be you, a hard thing to bet. Like, I, I see die. why uh, people like this now. Okay, um, I understand. Alright, so Garrett, and, are, and the, what, there's another one yet? We're not on the next one yet? Oh my goodness. No, I just one say more people to go, Garrett! Okay.
3: This is Basically, um, a soap opera for dudes. That's all it is. Is it for dudes? Is it really for
1: dudes? Bro dudes. Because, you know, my, uh, my wife's coming up a lot in conversation, especially when we're talking about, you know, presidents of the United States. And I was surprised going through her CD collection to see that she had it. And I accused her of stealing it from my CD collection because she's not cool enough to own things like that. When we got together, my wife had the first two movies on DVD. I think that oh, timeline wow. matches up. And Maybe I was like, like Paul Walker. Paul I, Walker's good-looking wolf. That's the thing. That's what like
3: yeah,
4: when see. the movie came
1: out, I was always like this seems like a date movie cuz it used to be a date movie was guys go see a movie you're going to hate so you can try to stick it in later. That was what a date movie <laughs> was. And then at some point someone said, "What if we make a date movie with a bunch of cars and bros, but there's a cute guy and some heart?" So the girl likes it so everybody can like a piece of it, but nobody will love all of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, and that's what it's, I thought all of this was. I, th- starting I think out. this
3: maybe because the story is so reminiscent of a soap opera and not saying that all women like soap operas, I don't know, but there's people, you know, dying and coming back but oh they weren't really dead and there's people getting amnesia people with uh
1: that brothers like you didn't so know proper. they had oh my there's, god brothers <laughs> they didn't know they, oh wow it's getting yeah. there's
3: people that are, are good but then they turn evil in the next one it's uh, just like it, this it's, it's ridiculous it, it's after five it's it, they're really a fun watch they after that they just become like all out balls to the wall action movies so, so I, <laughs> I see
4: the next one they come out with you're gonna be watching it
3: yeah, number nine I'll be watching because number eight was just like hardcore, we don't give a shit. This is an action movie. We're just going to do the most ridiculous thing, things we can possibly do. With let's cars. have a, a, a cars getting chased by a submarine on a frozen lake. How's that sound? Yeah, let's do that. <clears throat> that
4: that happened. I saw I saw that in the trailer. <laughs>
2: ice, all that.
4: I eh? saw that. Ice, yeah, there was, ice baby. I saw it like jumping across different ships or something. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I mean... The Rock is by far the best character in the whole series. You can't he's not like the be, Rock. He's supposed to be this country boy. So he's what? always saying some bitch all the time. <laughs> and he just the way he some says bitch. it, he does. Sometimes he'll get real into it and be like, some bitch. And
1: it just, <laughs> <laughs> just the way he says it just cracks me up. <laughs> does, he do, does, does he then lean and look into the camera and do the eyebrow cock? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Almost there. <laughs> all right, maybe I'm in. See, probably but not. Yeah.
4: But I've always had a hard time... For whatever reason, uh going to watch Fast and Furious, even though I'm—I've had no problem not. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm a—I'm a. I wouldn't say I'm a big, huge Vin Diesel fan, but I like Vin Diesel. Yeah, like even Chronicles Chronicles Riddick, I'm like, yeah. I'll eat those up all day
3: long. Yeah, um, you could probably skip the first one, watch the second one, the third one. <laughs> it doesn't matter really, because it takes place after six, like I said, and then they. They show, they basically rehash the movie before, uh, movie seven. So you don't really need to see Tokyo drift and it's terrible. So there's really some, you could probably skip and maybe get some enjoyment. Yeah, but out Tokyo of it.
1: drift really sold those need for speed games. <laughs> like uh need Did for it? speed underground two. Yeah. It's, yeah. I like those. It's not a good movie. And I still didn't. And, and I like Tokyo. So that's true. You're a Tokyo kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. They call you Tokyo Rose guy. Now, did you watch Fast
3: and Furious Crossroads? No, I didn't watch any of the short films or whatever. I just watched the main film. I never
1: get into that stuff, even with like a TV show that I love, no, and it's yeah, like I the only either. content they give you between seasons. I'm like, pass. Yeah, Whoa. if you like dumb, like
3: just like laugh to yourself action movies because how dumb they are. Yeah, check. You, yeah, you, I, I mean, like,
4: like I'll do that with the X series, like for. Yeah, see, I didn't
1: like Triple X.
4: They're stupid. They're horrible movies.
1: I got a kick out of Crank. I watched Cranked them. or whatever it was that <laughs> uh, Jason Statham high on drugs or you're gonna die or something. I don't remember.
4: I mean, I have to yeah. be in the right frame of mind. It's like I don't want a dumb action movie. Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah.
3: But, well they they have comic relief after a while, which is was much needed in the series with uh Ludacris and
4: uh I can oh, can't remember
3: name. is the, the character's name is Roman. I can't remember the actor's name, but they have they go back and forth, and then The Rock is obviously hilarious.
1: Okay. Yeah. Excellent, yeah. Well, that is every that was our podcast about Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <'Cause> you're <laughs> we'll never you going to get week. another episode. Jelly, <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey over there, Mike.
2: I have not been watching a lot of TV. I have been playing a lot of video gaming, but we've, yeah. we know all about the Fortnite. Yep. So, um, so I was trying to think, what the heck am I doing? Well, I. For those who listen regularly, you would know that I've recently finished my basement. Yes. And I've got my uh, office set up, and I'm at the next phase now, and that is reconstructing my, my home studio. Ooh. And it's a pain <laughs> in my ass. Yeah. There's nothing...
1: There's nothing... If you have fun doing it, when you're done, it's not done well. <sighs> like, it has to be painful and, like... Yeah overly thought out and executed perfectly otherwise when you get done like that's the only way, when you get done you're like hey this is pretty good sure but if you have fun setting it up it's crap <laughs> when you're done
2: well it's not even just that it's i've, I've got this piece of hardware that i bought geez that's been i want to say it's like dates back to 2004 and it's 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 my hardware interface to my computer that yeah. you know takes my input so i can plug in mics and mm-hmm. and you know instrument inputs and all that stuff and um it's a really expensive 1.3. piece of equipment. It's it's <laughs> a Pro Tools hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, Digi if something. Yeah, digit design. Digi, well, yeah. but they're they've been bought out by Avid since yeah, then. Right. Actually, since yeah. Avid bought them. It, this is the hell on earth part. Yeah, I bet. because now it's um avid <sighs> okay, so it's a great piece of software. I mean it's industry standard, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. Pro Tools is, but it's not easily adapted to new operating systems mm-hmm. because they've got a Windows version, they've got a Mac version, and trying to maintain the quality, I guess, among them is difficult for them somehow. And so, let
1: me guess, they tend to shit on the Windows version.
2: Uh, yeah, usually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, the Mac version is usually where they spend most of their time. Yeah. Um, but so what I found is that the newer version of Pro Tools will not recognize my expensive, super expensive piece of hardware. Yeah. And, um, so I'm having now thankfully though I've got my old iMac from like 2011 <laughs> I pulled that bad boy out yep. and the drivers worked I turned it on and it recognized it the oh first time oh my like, god that's thank a thank you miracle. Jesus yeah. so now I've that's got a that would new. not have
1: happened with an old Windows <laughs> machine no not a prayer not a chance in hell so good you had the old yeah. IMac, yeah. No,
2: the iMac yeah all I had to do was yeah, set it back to factory settings yeah. and it's it's a brand new machine and you just don't update the software
1: mind you if anybody wants to break into Mike's network all you gotta do <laughs> get his ip because that imax just like come on come on it's a festive party of hacking and hacking and. no
4: it's so old now that people won't know how to hack <laughs> yeah, in. that's right. true, true. right like right. what i
1: need a physical key what
2: well i don't even really need that one on the internet this is just gonna be my right. interface to you know for the for the the studio and all that stuff so are we getting a
1: band band Put together? Mm. Are we doing a band? Uh, I gotta get my. I, want, I want to back. be. I want to be a part of a band. We still need to record our uh, parenthetically speaking album.
2: Oh my <laughs> we'll have to talk about where all
1: the song titles have parentheses. <laughs> titles. You, have
2: a t- you have a song title and then in parentheses, yeah. the punchline. Yeah, we had
1: all the titles <laughs> planned out and one and a half songs written. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would somewhere. like to,
2: man. Actually, both of my bands have already <laughs> started booking studio time so i'm excited (laughs) about that so yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) i'm super excited but yeah so um and i guess this is where we're gonna have to get Howie's graciously um offered to help me build a new pc too since i'm gonna be using up my macs for the studio side i need to we're gonna have a
1: pc
4: building
2: party
1: this is kind of what i'm thinking i mean obviously (laughs) they made plans and then i heard about them and made myself part of them (laughs) he did and i said this is great because I love putting computers together, but cable management stresses me out. So you guys do it and I'll drink and watch and make <laughs> annoying comments. And then I got to thinking more. I'm like, what if we road trip to a micro center and Mike literally, we gave him like a shopping cart and he just went buck wild in a micro center.
4: That means Whoa. we have to do something. Whoa. See, shipping is
1: is much nicer. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's outside. Howie, have you been to a micro center yet? Is it within? Have you seen 10 minutes Disney of my movies house? where, like, <laughs> have you seen Disney movies where the birds are like, like, like putting the 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 camisole on the woman with her arms outstretched? See, like not, not then I'm gonna want to wanna
4: wanna buy something, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna Paybacks make back buy- hope. no, no, no. I, you're no, gonna be like, I have. Oh, look at this! I could buy this five hundred dollar video card. You have card. given it, me your it, your disease it, so many times it, that I am it. now immune. It, I'm Immune. No, you are the weak one. I will do it through Mike, You're- and Mike, <laughs> Mike will,
1: will be crap. <laughs> I got a back door, and Mike knows it well. <laughs>
4: oh, oh, man. But yeah, we we've got a we got a PC parks list that we're actually going to be dis... Yeah. do you we're do
1: it at, on pc part picker.com? yep and we're doing uh
4: um we're, we're gonna do it live on the podcast oh there we go just kidding. hey so we're
2: we live, <laughs> <you> live stream <laughs> this on uh, live Discord, stream it man. and mm-hmm.
1: you will hear more four letter words than you've ever <laughs> heard in your life but only when trying to apply the heatsink to the cpu <laughs> <laughs> wait do i do the cross or the four dots what do i do just smear it on go get a knife
4: i'm making this just a micro smear it on AT- like butter. It's going to be a micro ATX case. A
1: micro but, yeah, ATX yeah, I'm case? I'm making this small, So it's going to be nice... all graphics card.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> what else do you need? Let's do it. Let's do a mini <laughs> ITX. So that I, the well, box I, is
4: 90% graphics card. I was looking for, I, I went micro ATX because it was just a little bit easier to finagle yeah, no, that's, some parts together. So, so it's yeah. going
3: to be a Bitcoin the, miner. The right?
4: footprint is going to be small. So you can just set it nice.
3: Nice. Up yep. this TV. Nice. And,
2: yep. So looking forward to that. And and as you go through these things, as you've know, you've reconstructed your basement several, several times, Jeez. right? Yeah, does it doesn't and I think it's still deconstructed <laughs> if you look around. But as you get into this and you're like, Oh, okay, I'm gonna do this there and then and then you realize, oh God, I gotta mount my hardware. That's
1: why I never get anything <laughs> done down here. Cause I every <laughs> time I start project. a thing, I change another thing.
2: Yep. Yep. So I've got a whole list of stuff going now that's gonna include wood and hammers and nails and yeah, screws wood. and wheel casters and yeah, <laughs> black paint black paint oh
1: god we're getting serious at least you're not putting black burlap on your walls mike <laughs> yeah no no I haven't, done I haven't <laughs> gestures <laughs> to the room oh if anybody
4: needs burlap sacks I, I can get you a good deal. Okay, now oh, he's go. got the up on burlap
1: sack. <laughs> he's got the burlap guy. File that away, listener. <laughs>
2: so anyway, that's what I've been doing. Excellent. <laughs> on is there my a burlap docket?
1: black market or something. <laughs> on my cool. docket is uh, is a video game uh, because I don't know. Like my wife. Like seriously, all we've been watching is The Office again lately, and and, and, and and enjoying it as much as always, maybe even more so in some regards, but. Uh, there's a game that's dominating Steam right now on the old PC called Valheim. Valheim. And given the fact that I'm, you know, recently 90% through the Vikings show, this is right up my mental alley. And mm-hmm. uh, the and so yeah, it's 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 a survival game that, you know, drops you in sort of like this midpoint of afterlife, somewhere between, you know, Midgard and Valhalla. You just kind of dropped into this like mid world where, you know, you're, you're half naked and here you go. Here's the world. Get, get at it. And it's a (laughs) lot of fun. It's the the amazing thing is it's a one gigabyte game. It's only a gigabyte. It's in pre-release
2: right now. Crazy. How
1: Small it is. Well, and it's because it's got very simple. One gigabyte. One gigabyte. One gigabyte. So the worlds like Minecraft are procedurally uh, generated. They have like world seeds. So anytime you create a new world and go in and play it, it's going to be differently laid out. So it's mathematically done, not set. Like, it's not like Fortnite where they're like, we want to put inflatable arm flailing tube men on the map. So here's a six gigabyte download. You know, <laughs> it's not true. like that's that. That's it's, that happened. It's math. The geometry is super basic. Like the, the, ve- the, the actual poly- polygons. It's a low poly count game. And the textures are very pixelated. Now, the thing is about this is that what it allows them to do is spend all of that graphics budget on your vehicle, on your vehicle, on your PC, on effects, wind effects, lighting effects, rain, all that stuff. And it's gorgeous. Hmm. Like, it, it it, looks like it, sh- it should run on a PS1, but it's running over 100 frames per second, and it's beautiful.
3: Yeah. and It's, uh, it's crazy. Like, the trees yeah. look terrible, but then you look in the water and you're like...
1: Whoa. Yeah. The tree. Yeah, if you go up to a tree and look at just that tree, it looks terrible. Yeah. If you stand back and look at the forest, you're like, wow. Sure. Right. You know? Huh. Yeah. And you can't uh, see
3: the the tree
1: forest through the trees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I mean it's like the same. there's a lot of like, you know, it's like a survival game. It's like any survival game. You know, like you you work to get the stuff to make your first thing so you can make the next thing, so you can make the next thing and get better at doing things and uh, but we've got a dedicated server that we're running. Garrick's on it. Friend of the show, Andy. Andy's got a kid on it. Friend of the show, Scott is on there. And we've like we've been migrating around this giant map and setting up camps and cabins in different places. So we, you know, so we don't freeze at night. We got you know fire pits and we're spit roasting meat and <laughs> all this dumb stuff. And it's fun as hell. And it's it's really relaxing. First, a lot of survival games early game can be really stressful. Like you're like, you're like, I know I'm marching toward death and I can't do anything about it. Like I'm freezing to death. I can't do anything. This game is f- much more forgiving without giving you a lot of insight on what the hell's going on. It, it, it somehow has found it and it's early access. There's more to come, but it's found a balance to just drop you in knowing nothing mm-hmm. and yet still make you feel like I'm I can I can take my time. I don't have to rush it. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, it might be midnight. I might be freezing. My stamina might be low, but I'm going to make it through the night. I'm not just going to suddenly drop dead in the first night like some games would do to you. Sure. Um and I'm enjoying the hell.
3: <laughs> the hell out of it. Well, I just love the the gamification that they they know you you like being rewarded for things. Yeah. So like you level up by doing a thing. Yeah, it's and like you Scott, just like uh,
1: like Elder Scrolls.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, just yeah. like that. You jump around, right. you'll level up your jumping. <laughs> and you get that nice, like, Bing! glowing halo yeah. and the stars coming out of your head. Your run yeah, has no, increased no, no. to
1: 35. <laughs> like, this makes me feel good. But it's like, the UI is very simple. It's like, unlike the Elder Scrolls, <laughs> which is one of the most, like, cumbersome UIs, you know, both Oblivion and Skyrim, really. i do not even to talk about uh, prior to that, but... It's a very simple UI. It doesn't overload you with stats like a heavy RPG, but it feels like you're playing an RPG, even though, like a simple, like a like a kind of like an MMO, even though it's a, it's simpler than that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's a survival game, but it's kind of simpler than that. But yet it has all this depth, but they're, they're, they're just not making you worry about it. Like if you want to walk up and cook something over a fire. You know, you build your spit roaster, you set it over a fire and you go up to use it. It's not like it opens up a cooking interface and you have to drag certain things onto certain places and cook. No, you go up and use it and it just goes, You got meat in your inventory? Fine, it's cooking. It just sticks it on there. You're like, well, I got three different kinds of meat. It's like, F you. When that one's done, <laughs> put a different, just hit it again and then we'll cook <laughs> another meat. And you're like, You know what? Fine. Just cook the damn meat. Yeah. And, and that's what they do. They try to reduce everything to as simplest form. Uh, Garrick was starting to game the system. Because we don't have sharp enough axes to cut down some (laughs) of the harder wood, so he tried to basically clear an entire forest to knock trees, knock soft trees into harder trees, (laughs) to knock the hard trees down so we could get the hard tree wood that we can't yet cut down. It worked. (laughs) Oh yeah, I got kind of (laughs) yeah. I went. I look at the chest. There's one fine wood in the chest. One piece. (laughs) I got one. I went. I, I mined the proper resources to actually make an axe to cut those down. I don't know. It's a lot of fun. We just keep building cabins, moving on, building more cabins, finding these little kind of micro dungeons that they've got. And we've got a kind of a system. Andy goes out with his shield out. I'm behind him trying to swing my axe over his shoulder at the <laughs> skeletons. And Garrick's behind us shooting fire arrows past our ears. Yeah, it works. <laughs> sometimes into your ear. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, but there's no team damage, thankfully. But yeah, it's Valheim, uh, a big recommendo from me. Sounds pretty
3: expensive, Corey. (laughs) How much is this going to set me back? You may be
1: surprised. One easy payment, just one of $19.99, will get you a copy of Valheim on Steam today. And that's not all. What you get is everything I've described, but you're going to get more as it is in pre-release and more features are yet to come. Sounds like a deal too good to turn down. That's right. So you're going to want to get your copy today. Hey guys, time for some news. Hey! Uh, 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 uh. Those five guys that made that game are so rich right now. <laughs> they are it loaded!
2: Like Mega hit. Like, oh, uh-huh.
1: we should have charged 25, damn it. Yeah, ah. what was Andy saying? In the first two weeks, each person that worked on it supposedly netted $5 million. Holy
2: crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, they're doing alright. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Nice success stories. It is.
1: Uh, it's it's great. It's, it's out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, I AAA, wish I knew how to do stuff. Yeah, me too. I don't <laughs> want to crap on AAA developers, but
2: I love stories like this. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Alright, boys. Like Super star Meat Wars, Wars War. in the news this week. Mm, star Wars. What's star- in the world What's of Lucasfilm, Gina Carano what? has been star let go from Lucasfilm. Far. I don't want to talk about Gina this. Carano. Lord, there's a far. The, uh, uh, the actress that played Cara Dune in the Mandalorian series. Yep. I, uh, I don't want to
4: talk about this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she we'll was get, in one of the we'll Fast and this. Furious movies. Did you guys know that? I didn't, but
1: I'm going to huff some pen right now.
2: She's also in a Deadpool movie, right? Well, yeah, that's actually yeah. where I first uh, became aware of her. Me too. Because her booby came out and I saw it. And it was what? good. <laughs> no, <you laughs> I, didn't. I liked it. What too. cut yes, did you did. see? I the did one have... in the movie. It's actually been edited out. <laughs> There's a scene where she's like fighting him, and yeah, it's but Kalasa kind of just
3: mentions it. They don't show it. No, they showed it
2: in the original cut. It's there.
1: Oh, but it's not there now. <laughs> uh-huh. It's not
2: there now. I don't know why. It was stupid boob mo- boob scene. Who cares? Maybe it and wasn't it was in the contract
1: to show boob. Well, I
2: don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, you got so anyway, you got to write up. You got to write a up. Kids movie. Class. You can't do that.
1: Deadpool is a kids movie. No, <laughs> <laughs> my kid wants to watch it so bad. And I'm like, not until Mine you're two. a decade from yeah, now. Right. <laughs>
2: Exactly. So Gina Carano, in the midst of some controversy, has been let go from Lucasfilm for... Okay, so Gina Carano was active in social media, right? Uh, not no, obsessively she
1: is. so. Hey. i call her moderately active. Okay, not like Mark Hamill's really mad that President Trump got elected active. like He was like frothing, treating, tweeting every single well, day, okay. constantly.
2: Now she, now, she she tweets... Probably every day, but she, I mean, yeah, she's daily, definitely, sure. she doesn't, I don't think she swims in the weeds as deep as Mark Hamill does. You're did, right. Did. I mean, he's not remotely well, as true. Yeah. He's true. Killed. He's mellow. Yes. So, um, anyways, so it's over some, uh, there's a tweet that went out and she made a comparison to some, uh, Jews and Nazis and things like that. And supposedly mm-hmm. that was, that was, that's what put her over the top. And, and Lucasfilm said, that's enough and we're done. And, and she's done. So, yep um
1: and then ben shapiro hired her to produce a film yeah that's right so,
2: so anyway so she and yeah, she's back i guess so um but anyway it's kind of sad because i love the character and i like gina carano and i think she's pretty cool but yep a lot of people um,
1: offended by those tweets apparently um yeah is, that, is how i will and, specifically and word here's
2: that. the thing there's two sides to this sure because i feel like more than that yeah so I, I, I mean, I looked at the, the tweets. I didn't think they're any different than what I hear people make comparisons to Nazis and Jews. Yeah, it's and stuff, like all it's, the time. It's it's an overused cliche. Let's yeah. say that
1: at this point, it it means almost, almost nothing. nothing. Correct. But there was uh the funny thing was the one that everybody's been citing is this is the one that did it. My understanding is that there were two that were in uh that were in order at, that were under the microscope specifically now. Mind you, and this is true, this isn't just some kind of claim. Lucasfilm's been, some individuals at Lucasfilm have been looking for an excuse for a long time. That's what I've heard. So, ultimately, arguing about two tweets doesn't mean no, no. at all. But the other one that people aren't talking about is a version of a mural that is very anti-Semitic, but it is a redone version that is not anti-Semitic, but some people looked at it and immediately recognized it because it's... The same See, style of this mural, and, and so people are like she's reposting that horrible anti-Semitic <laughs> thing, and she's go and she didn't even know that it was someone. It was sure. literally a satire, not, not a satire, but a reborrowing of the style and kind and and layout of that mural right. to have a different message, which is just more of like an anti-corporate message. Sure. And when she found out that it was based on that, she's like, "I know, crap. What right. do I do?" And I'm like, well, I mean,
2: here's, that's the price of doing the business thing. when you tweet stuff like that. People you, online, you know. way too sensitive. Yeah. People, I agree People on Twitter, um, <laughs> I, again, psychotically sensitive. Twitter does not equal Wait, real life. Know. And I think that's the thing that disappoints yeah, me. Yeah, I am. Is because everybody represents the internet and Twitter as this, this is this real is life. People. This yeah. is people. It's not true. Mm-mm. It's just absolutely not true. Mm-mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm tired of that. Now, all That said, it's the worst of people, yes, exactly. The worst and, version, and you know, me, I'm pretty free speech. I'm, I, I would yeah. rather, I would rather people say what's on their mind so I know who they are, who yeah. I'm dealing with. Yeah, I as don't as want people, people shadow dealing
1: in the dark, I want right. them top, flapping their gums out yes. in the light so I can go, Okay, you're an idiot, pass. right? Exactly, yeah,
2: exactly. That's how I prefer things. So, me too. now, all that said, um, she was a Lucasfilm employee and is now, this not. is not. Unheard of. But right. There's there's one Chuck Wendig who found himself in similar situation not too long ago. I believe
1: in Chuck Wendig's case there was much more. What's the what's the phrase I want to find? Vitriol. I want to be very careful. I was going to say uh, <laughs> rabid frothing. Yeah, like <laughs> he sounded. He there's, sounded like he was yeah. needed to check into a hospital.
2: That's fair. <laughs> That's he was fair. losing it. He no, went over the edge. I agree, but what I'm saying is because <clears throat> I think a lot of people have been critical of. And I honestly, and here we go, all this, all this feels like it started with The Last Jedi when it came out and Ryan Johnson engaging yep. fans and stuff at that time. And, and some people, and a were lot questioning, of us knew,
1: a lot of us knew at the time that that was going to do more damage than just damage to a movie and a story. Sure.
2: Right. And, and it was because it, it looked, it looked and felt like, you know, Lucasfilm employees going after fans. Yep. And that, and I, and when I, all that started happening, I was just like, what, why are they letting their employees you know people that are working for them do this that didn't make any sense to me nope and um and and still to this day i I mean weird it's very weird
1: it's a little more under control but not under control a
2: little more under control and i think they try it seems like they tried to take a step in that direction with chuck wendig i think what the
1: problem is is that lucasfilm said okay we should probably not hate the people that support us (laughs) traditionally (laughs) but we can't fire 90% of our staff who we hired and they all hate the people who support us. Like that's what it feels like to, to me. To me. Like they're I, just like trying to get better without <laughs> completely starting But see, over. this
2: is, this, this is what doesn't make sense to me because it's like, okay, if I were Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. instead of waiting until there's, there's a fire to put and, out, And
1: companies, corporations are people legally. So we can say if <laughs> I were we Lucasfilm, that's fine. That's <laughs> legally re- <laughs> responsible.
2: If I were the company, Instead of waiting until there was a fire to put out, I would be having my employees, people that work for me, mm-hmm. contractor, what whatnot, mm-hmm. sign some kind of contract saying okay shut your damn mouth well well i mean just to have a, a web or what are they called i mean po- you know a policy i mean companies like do this. literally Social media every policies.
1: corporation yes. in america right. that normal people work I mean, for right
2: all of the normies now they all tell us it's like watch what you put on the internet because yeah, the one first day you're gonna that be looking for a job do, and an
1: hr person's gonna not like something you tweeted right and that's the best circumstance the worst one is your company <laughs> goes hey he's talking about how he feels about work you're out yeah
2: right and they're nothing you can do about right, that. Right. So as much as I like Gina Carano, and yeah. I don't think that there was in my opinion, didn't seem like there's much controversy around these statements. I still feel at the same time I'm like, well, maybe she shouldn't be when she tweeted these things, she fans. was
1: a, she was aware that she was playing with match.
2: Yes, right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. I I
1: I like Gina Carano in general. <laughs> Carano? I, Carano, whatever her name is I Caradu. I don't think she's the best actress. I think she's got no. a long way to go. Right. But well, let's uh, be honest;
3: she's the weak part of the series. One of the weaker parts. Just kidding.
1: No, I. <laughs> no, I like the character. I'm I mo- like. Her. I love the character. I don't feel like the execution's the best part of the series. And I'm not trying. I'm not trying to wuss out, guys, because I'm like Mike. I'm like free speech, y'all. You know, if I could tell every corporation in America, screw you, your employees can say what they want. I would, but I am not the dictator. I don't have the ability to do that. I, I'm kind of like well, I mean. If I were doing if I were doing stuff like that, when I knew my company was dealing with a bunch of it, I mean, it's not like she was attacking Disney, but still. Right. And that's actually that's actually probably where it gets a finer argument. That's not for this podcast. For me, it's like right. she ain't talking about work. Right. She's talking about, well, you know, and again, engage, personal philosophy and
2: engage engaging fans one on one. That's again, that's playing with fire, especially on the Internet, especially mm. in this day and age. Gauging
4: I mean, what fans?
2: I mean, she would engage Star Wars fans. It's Twitter, so well, fans yes. of being angry. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> that,
1: that's kind of my point.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's it, she wasn't specifically engaging Star Wars fans.
1: She was engaging fans who were going trying to,
2: trying to trap her. Yeah, now,
1: sure. more right. often engaging people, not fans. More often than more but, often than not, she was actually engaging Star Wars fans. And there are a
2: lot of people yes. on and Twitter I, that
1: do love her. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, and, that, and that love the
2: fact that she is she talks to the little people. I mean, she's one of those that will mm-hmm. you know, I mean, on a microcosm like like um she talks Hamill, to the flyover states. I mean people love <laughs> well no, people love Mark Campbell because he just talks to the normies. He does.
1: And you know what? I love uh I love Captain Kirk. I love Bill Shatner because he insults the normies constantly. <laughs> he does.
2: He
3: does not give a crap. There is about no anything. one on this
1: planet who is a better troll than Bill Shatner <laughs> the shat, telling, telling his truth. The, the shat, shat
2: hits the fan. <laughs> the
1: Shat can shit on fans I, so beautifully. I love how he craps
3: on anybody asking for his autograph in public yes he
1: will not do it and he will and he will make it perfectly clear why you were rude (laughs) you're going
3: you're going to sell that on the internet and i'm not going to give you that you have to come to a function that i'm at
1: yeah (laughs) he says that a lot like everybody else yep And he's and he will not apologize for it. He won't back down. And and nice. You know what? Maybe, maybe there are people who handle it more gracefully than he, but he's been doing it all his life, and I'm like, stick to it. Don't ever give an inch. Stick to your guns and that guns those guns will be fine. So and you so know the what?
3: good news the good news is that this brings us closer to bring Mara Jade into the series. <laughs> I don't know how she's going it, to build, build, build a hole. Com- so there is a, a well. hole for a
1: female, a strong female character. <laughs> <who> <laughs> Will kicks there a lot be of a ass? Republic commando? Because ev- all intents and purposes, that show well, was actually going to center yeah. around that character.
2: Well, supposedly, uh, I, was, I, I don't know. I, I keep reading things now that saying that was always up in the air and it was yeah. never really a given. So I don't know. Sorry, right, go ahead. No,
4: you guys are. Onto a different part of the subject so <laughs> you moved on but now i want to know where how we got left uh, i was just going to say the good news is for me personally is my wallet got lighter or heavier
2: yeah oh because you don't have to buy a caradoune you canceled <laughs> no, your d plus because <laughs> i canceled
4: my d plus uh, i
1: actually canceled mine too
4: The i'm it's not so much specifically of this issue, like oh, I'm mad about this. Yeah, it, agreed. It's it's more of an overall like I'm tired. Yeah, of this being a thing.
1: Yeah, I'm tired. Let your let I'm with if you, you can let ninety percent of your of your of your cast go absolutely fracking ballistic on Twitter all the time and not have a problem with it, and then ten percent of your cast kind of goes a different way and you have a huge problem with it. Mm-hmm. It agreeing with me or not i honestly don't think i care i'm just tired of it and it's
2: it's too icky you know what the funny thing the funny thing is too i just don't understand it was my company as big as lucasfilm and disney how they don't have more i mean marvel doesn't seem to have this problem i guess it's not james
1: Gunn issue but then they got over it a couple years later
2: they did and they rectified it and and it's over now i mean it is what it is yeah but uh, but not nearly what we hear coming out of Lucasfilm. I mean, yeah, this Lucas seems Stone like just, all the time. I,
1: I honestly, and I, I said it before, but I honestly think they have a staffing issue at Lucasfilm. I really do, where too. Where they have, I think, yeah. I think everybody from mid-high to middle management is probably, I think there's, I shouldn't say everybody, that's not fair at all. There's a lot of poison in that organization in terms of people who are more agenda-driven than craft-driven. And I think that and I don't yeah. care what no, your, I, I, I don't care what your damned agenda is. You can call me a right wing nut job. Honest to God, if someone came into Lucasfilm and said, we need more Jesus in Star Wars, I'd say, get the frack out of there. Go home. You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't matter to me if you're agenda driven more than you're craft driven. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. Find a different thing to yeah. do. Right. I mean, there's things you can do where you might not suck, but in that you suck. So I I hate it and and yeah. how he how he said it perfectly I'm tired, yeah I'm just tired. I think so is. I canceled that subscription. The so only- after after December third of next year <laughs> I will no longer have Disney. Plus. Oh, just in time. Mine, mine uh, apparently went month to
4: month. Oh, mine was annual because I did I did the annual and then it. Oh yeah. Mine, so yeah. I'm I'm you know actually
2: going to be done. But you're not missing anything. It's, well, that's the thing
4: too. It's like What's coming to Disney it's, really. That- it's Wandavision. It's Muppet really show? one of those yeah, things Muppet show. as Muppet show, you can only vote with your dollars as an American citizen. Right. Because you, obviously you're. It was
1: an opportunity. Yeah. It was an opportunity to say yeah. if I, it, I'm not that much more fired up right now than I've been about other things. But right now I can at least make a clear if I do this today. Yeah. I can make a clear signal to Disney that maybe you should rethink shit. Yeah. And I'm, I don't. When can I tell Disney that? Yeah. No other time. So it was an opportunity. So. Well, they're not going to notice that. Well, they, they'll notice. They'll notice. It's not going to change their two. business. Yeah. They'll notice two that have gone. Yeah. No, they, <laughs> there were There were, there a were lot. more than two. There were a lot more than would happen in a natural progression that day. And at Lucasfilm, they don't feel a, a bit of that. But someone at Disney is going to say, hey, on this day, we, we lost so it. many hundreds of thousand dollars. We should, we should have a meeting to at least talk about it. And if that's the best I can do. At least I did that. Maybe I'll resubscribe later. Yeah. I'm not really that principled about it. Pure and simple. Any other news? Uh, Nope. That's all I had for news.
3: Oh, my God. What? Again? Now that I'm depressed and want to go, you know, (laughs) hang myself.
1: You take some heroin and jump off a balcony Yeah, Freebird? Y'all remember that movie with the fourth gump? (gasps) Yeah. yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. remember his tagline in that film? Uh, yes. Which one? The one where he says, I ruined your roommate's bathrobe. <laughs> Wait, no. Gross. No, not that one. The one where he Gross. says, life is like a box of chocolate. You ain't oh, never yeah, know what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what the original line was from the book? I do. I figured you did because you're a nerd. <laughs> uh, but let me share no. it with you. Let me say this. Being an idiot is no box of chocolates. (laughs) People laugh, lose patience, treat you shabby. Now they say folks supposed to be kind to the afflicted, but let me tell you, it ain't always that way. That's That's a little bit different from the one we got in the film. A little
2: bit. (laughs) Just a little (laughs) bit. I read the book. I know you did. Book's pretty cool. It's an easy read, too.
1: Yeah. So would Gump and Company have been if I knew that the first, the book was so different from the movie? <laughs> I was so damn lost when I started. The, the Gump and Company starts off with: first off, don't ever let anybody make you a movie Hollywood, about your yeah. life <laughs> yeah. because they ain't gonna get any of it right. And I'm like, oh god, this is meta. Oh, Where are we oh. going? <laughs> I don't. I didn't even know what the term meta was back then. But I was like, ah. Oh.
2: The book was a guide at best for the filmmakers.
1: <laughs> well, hey, when you're wanting like John Travolta to play the lead, maybe the book would have been mm-hmm. more accurate yeah. or the movie would have been more accurate to the book. But when you get Tom Hanks, you got to wait, pump the brakes.
2: <laughs> I don't know whose idea it was. I mean, cuz the book itself is is more adventure based. And and it's kind of all over the place, and a lot of the big reveals. The thing is,
1: the movie is too. It's just that the book is that much
2: more. Well, but somebody saw potential in the book, yeah, to reel it in and make it something that the book wasn't. And yeah, that, I mean, it was a. I mean, they're they're both brilliant in their own right
1: right well i mean the book was an exploration into like the life of an idiot who has all these adventures <laughs> right and what's the perspective of the idiot i'm using the book he's terms. the
2: idiot savant too yeah. in the book yeah that's because <laughs> yeah. he's actually uh, my, uh, spoiler alert for the, but book? In the in the book In the book i don't think i he's think you're actually okay. <laughs> in the book he's actually a uh he's an idiot but he is actually a master mathematician and becomes an astronaut and goes into space yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And a boxer. Crash Land. La- oh, no, he's a wrestler, not a oh, boxer. Oh, wrestler, excuse me. And actually, get this. At one time, he lives in Indianapolis with Lieutenant Dan and Jenny. Yeah. And hey, he's, that's where I he live. Is on the, uh, he is on the wrestling circuit and wrestles a match in Fort Wayne, Indiana at I uh, yes. That's where you're <laughs> at. That's, That's where we're, where we're at. Yeah. That's Holy crap. Yeah. It brings us all together. Yeah, And Crash lands yeah. from space on an island with a monkey and meets Raquel Welch for some reason. He meets Wilson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <He> meets
1: Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, head <Herr> cannon.
2: Ah! <laughs> uh,
3: Sorry, Raquel Welch from the, the poster and yes. Andy Dufresne's cell?
2: Yes. Why? Yes, sir. None other
1: than that Raquel Welch. <laughs> <laughs> no, the actual scene, because she's like, no, oh, she's just oh, standing there scene? on the rocks. <laughs> yeah. He took the picture.
2: By the way, Forrest and Jenny in the book yes. get it on all the time. Hey, got to make a baby somehow. <laughs> like jackrabbits, would you say? They're like jackrabbits in the book, yes.
1: So this movie. Did he, did he know it? Love it? Oh, wait, guys. Wait, 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 wait. I forgot. Very nice. Oh. Very nice. I'd open my Dr. Pepper. The, 20 ounce Dr. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Nice yeah. little snap hiss. Like Dr. I drank 12 Pepper. Dr. Peppers. A more thirst quenching. 15, I, uh, 15. When I moved 15. to Fort Wayne, Indiana yeah, was... in 1990, the summer of 1994. Oh, wow. I literally was like, we have got to get our crap in the house. And I don't care. If, like, I told my parents, I don't care if everything's still in boxes. We are going out to see this movie. Oh. And it was the first It came out in the summer of 94. Why it did. In fact, it came out the weekend that we, it was July 4th, 6th, something like that. It was the weekend that after like we got down here mm-hmm. and I told my parents that we're going to see a movie and we I think went to Holiday. Oh,
4: <laughs> the old Holiday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is now
1: like Ro- Only a quarter up. of that building is still standing. The rest yeah. of it's gone, and it's, yeah. it's
4: haunted, really. It is the
1: haunted, yes. <laughs> yeah, we went to Holiday, and we saw it there, and I was so... My parents like, what is he? I'm like, it's Tom Hanks. You'll be fine. And my mom was like, oh, is it the AIDS thing? No, it's not the AIDS thing. It's going to be fine. <laughs> no, the the, one, the other one. <laughs> yeah, the other AIDS. It, there's AIDS. Don't get me wrong. There's probably AIDS. Speaking <laughs> of that there, theater. There, most definitely, it probably is AIDS. Yeah,
2: <laughs> most definitely. Speaking of that theater, did, did you know that there was a... Actual horror movie made called Spell of 13 at that movie theater. I did not know. <laughs> but it was a local, I think it was a local cinema, cinema maker, cinematograms. So Spell Spellmaker. of 13, yes. Yeah. You can find that in the. What? Say that again. Spell of 13. Spell of 13. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. I gotta, I yeah, I have no Ooh. idea.
3: Is that, is that the sequel to Apollo 13?
2: Uh, it is not. Is
1: it the prequel to In the Company of Men, which is also made in Fort? And
2: it in classic horror film style, it's got boobies. (laughs) If it was done a holiday, it would be a horror.
1: (laughs) I like it when when that theater became a Banditos Mexican restaurant. I would say (laughs) a Mara Mexican (laughs) restaurant. Bandito's local franchise, beloved by some, (sighs) by the rest. Uh yeah so we went out and that was the yeah the first movie we saw nice. in Indiana and I was so smitten with this movie cuz I would already seen like some of the, like the you know like they were doing like network television like upcoming film with these special effects and old presidents and things in it. <laughs> yeah, right. They actually before the movie came out did quite a blitz of marketing that was Oh yeah. You know you would you would see this kind of thing for like Back to the Future 2 you know, like, but you would never see this for just another movie. Let me—I tell you—they didn't do it for Philadelphia. I'm just saying they,
2: <laughs> they didn't, didn't do it for the previous time. You're Hank's right. You're right. They did not. So,
1: uh but yeah, I, I was really, really hyped to see this at like 14, almost 15 years
2: old. Huh. I don't because I saw it well after it was in theaters. Oh yeah, I don't remember. So, yeah, I didn't see it, it like at an all, and I weekend, don't remember man. any. I, I shouldn't say I don't remember anything. I do remember seeing little documentaries and things around that time about mm-hmm. the stuff you're talking about, about mm-hmm. how they use special effects, rec- you know, bring back presidents from the dead and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And um, that was interesting. It's the I OG guess.
3: deepfake, man. Yeah, That's dude. the real Straight OG Straight up OG
2: deepfake. deepfake.
1: <laughs> Where they literally... <laughs> Didn't deepfake. get much better since then. No. <laughs> <laughs> not a whole lot. A little, you know, <laughs> not a, a little whole, more versatile, but not much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, so, but the real question... I mean, before we get into the details of Forrest Gump, the real question I got to know right up front from everybody. That's it, man. How how long before? Not did you own the soundtrack? How long did it take you to purchase the soundtrack? <laughs> oh, geez. Um, Forrest Gump, a two disc set that was pretty much like, hey, if you don't if you don't own any oldies, have all the best ones. Like, so you have your own oldies radio station on two CDs, more or less. What it is, I I can't tell you when. I think I had it within. I'm assuming it was available right away. I think I had it within weeks. Probably. Well, not. Not only did I got. <laughs>
3: you remember those things they used to send in the mail where you could buy a CD and get Tim? Oh for yeah. The- <laughs> oh, no.
0: Yeah. What was the it? Columbia. Columbia House, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah.
3: You You remember the one they did for for movies? Also. Yeah. Well, let's say you were a stupid kid, <laughs> and you sent away for both of those at the same time. <laughs> you got Forrest Gump the movie and Forrest Gump, the soundtrack all for free <laughs>
1: for pennies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah th- I, not only did I get it then I, I, the opening theme I played at my wedding for the uh entry of the people into the seating area.
1: So there's that. There, there you, you go. Feather the feather mm-hmm. yeah, theme. the feather. Yeah. The feather song. Thing
2: for the mm-hmm. uh for the record Love that soundtrack it was it a very, actually soundtrack. garrick's
1: wedding was very thematic that's what everybody came into and
2: everybody went out to to the throne room music from star wars mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> <Yep>. nice. <laughs> all right for the record the soundtrack uh entered the billboard chart uh top 200 albums at number 34 and peaked at number two when does have a date uh, uh charted july 30th 1994 yep same
1: month so Yep. I'm pretty sure I had, like, I I knew when I left the theater that I had to get it because
2: it had so many great oldies. Yeah, it did. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that is one of the soundtrack. I don't, I own very few soundtracks. That's one of them I own. I mean,
1: you're talking from like Hound Dog to like Sloop
2: John B, you know. Oh mm-hmm. man. Um, yeah. Hound Freebird. Dog, Rubber Rouser. Fortunate um, Son. Fortunate Son. Gotta have Fortunate Son because they went to uh, Vietnam. Blowing in the wind. Yeah. Um. Geez. Respect. Sweet home Alabama. <laughs> California Dreamin' Geez, for yeah. what it's worth. Oh, California yeah. Dreamin'. Break Just, on through. Mrs. Robinson. Oh my gosh, the soundtrack, dude. You're
1: getting you're getting goosebumps turn, and you turn, already turn. own it. <laughs> I know! This yeah. is awesome, man. I may have actually bought a second copy. I have. I've, I've, I've <laughs> owned I think at at least I two scratched copies. up the first one. Yes, so I've owned bad. at least two copies through the years. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Forrest Gump. If you haven't seen Forrest Gump, you're lying. Yes, you have.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's we have young list. listeners and we should well, name we, two we, we do.
1: Um,
4: Johnny we and my Timmy and we, my <laughs> other. we have some kids of listeners that that's true. listen to there
1: it there are some kids who their parents are irresponsible enough to let them hear us in the car <laughs>
4: that's true every once in a while we appreciate that
1: <laughs> uh, kinda <laughs> mostly but, but make them download it themselves yeah Forrest Gump also. I was actually thinking about this I'm like okay I watch like my kid and I are halfway through Alien Three right now. We could; she could Ugh. probably handle Forrest Gump. That movie's terrible. She's like; she's really liking. it. I like Alien Three, and she's also really liking it. Um, but yeah, like they I'm, killed off Michael Bean. Yeah, well, that's terrible. Wait, got have Michael Bean. Michael
3: Bean's in Three? No, they killed, I mean, he didn't make it somehow. Mike, that's not
1: Michael Bean. Or what was that guy's name? Oh. I don't know, we're talking about Forrest Gump. Anyway. Yeah, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump! Forrest Gump! Forrest Gump has got so many wonderful anecdotes in the movie and so many wonderful anecdotes about the movie. True. Like, the way he talks. Perfect example. Yes. Tom Hanks and the, the way he talks when he's Forrest, you know. Yeah. It's because the kid playing Forrest Gump really talked like that, and Tom Hanks is like, <laughs> well, I'm going to do that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that that's a great...
2: They, uh, that's great yeah that the kid's
1: not faking it that's no, his that accent his that's accent. how he talks right. and, for, and tom hanks being brilliant went well if he's gonna talk like that i should probably talk like that and hey wait this is great this is the best <laughs> idea ever yeah.
2: michael that, connor humphreys is yes. young forest received yeah. a lot of awards for his performance and um and yeah he'd spent if i remember right he spent like a whole week straight with him or something and yeah. just studied his mannerisms and everything mm-hmm
1: so it's like the kid actually invented the character and Tom Hanks just adapted <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, pretty
2: much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is just hilarious.
1: I mean, it's like, well, d- well, of course you'd do it that way, but who else <laughs> would? That kid. Yeah, or could. That kid
3: well, like, grew up and went to the army in real life. I guess they found out he was that kid. They gave him a bunch of shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, yeah. It's like he's acted in a handful of things.
1: Private Gulp. Was he the kid in uh, Parenthood? The movie, I feel like probably not. That movie was earlier, but looked a lot like that kid. Mm, I don't know. Maybe somebody. Uh, let's not do human. a podcast about people. IMDB being other questions other people have. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yes, Forrest Gump, a kid born in Greenbow, Alabama. Greenbow, Alabama. To Sally Field, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's got uh, he's he's got a crooked spine, so <laughs> like he's got to wear leg. leg braces. Brickett is a politician. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with your legs? My legs are just fine, thanks.
2: God, you know what I love about that scene too, where he's at, sitting there at the doctor's, the doctor smoking like a chimney. Yeah,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's not like Mad Men. That we always have to make that very clear. But it's not like Mad Men, where it's like, okay, I get yeah, it. He's smoking. smoking. No, yeah. he's that was just, just smoking. Very
2: nonchalant don't get about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just his office, and <laughs> mm-hmm. he's smoking. You know smoking what's,
3: what's so great about this is the uh, who's the director uh, Zemeckis? Zemeckis yeah. yeah, Bobby. He. He so this is all told in flashback from Forrest's point of view. Yeah, Correct. so it's obviously somewhat sugarcoated because you know that's how we remember us. So he wanted everything to look like a Norman Rockwell painting. Yes, and so like everything was straight out of Norman Rockwell. The yes, color scheme the 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 actors look like characters in a yeah painting.
1: the kid's facial structure looks like the kid at the yeah. uh, is it the kid at the dentist or the kid at the soda fountain yeah, all that, that, that's all of the post. above yeah <laughs> yeah
3: one of the, one of the paintings they took ex- they ripped off and made that scene in the doctor's office god that's no, gotta gotta be where they got the office. haircut
1: too man yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. just perfect
3: i know that that call was just so perfect cuz it's like that idealized 1950s life which forced you know in his it's Forrest thinking he lived, but yeah, it might. You think, oh, maybe it wasn't actually. But that it's good. the brilliance
1: of it, you know. Yeah, his 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 best friends getting like theoretically like beaten or raped by her dad. He's being chased and having rocks thrown at him by bullies. It's awful, but through the lens of his re- recollection, right. it's 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 yeah. charming. It's yeah. still awful,
2: right? But it's charming. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: right.
2: yeah. The well, if you close your eyes and listen to him describe it. You would envision it different in your head than what Absolutely. they show on the screen. Absolutely, you know. I, just I'm trying to think of the example of well, where he's sitting there and um, Jenny's calling him or something. He turns around and he gets hit in the head with a rock. Oh you yeah, know, like the kids that are bullying him. What are
1: him. you stupid? No, I'm Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. He does. He says Force st- Gump. <laughs> stupid is a stupid dad. I'm always Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, you're right though. I mean, I never even thought about it before. Your mama sure Indie. does
1: care about your school at <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, so bad. Uh, no, it really hey, Sally Field was good looking, well, that's fine. <laughs> she is, is it, a nice looking. Is woman. it though? <laughs> No, it's terrible. But Sally, <laughs> I used to have a crush on Sally Field. Yeah, Way I past, though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Way yeah. Back. I ain't she talking about Gidget out. days either. I'm talking like straight up like '80s. I was like, oh, you're not talking flying nun. <laughs> no, <I'm- laughs> the habit did not do it for me, especially with the big curls <laughs> oh, on the side. Makes it more taboo. No, no, son. <laughs> no, no. But, uh, but yeah, like, the- is there anybody in this movie who is miscast? Is there anyone who's not the perfect person to play the character that they played no, in this entire film? No, no. 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 I mean, Lieutenant Dan. Oh, God. Gary perfect. Sinise? Um, yeah. Gary came Sinise. Came out of nowhere. Like, no. nobody who wasn't a film snob or a theater snob knew who Gary Sinise was. Gary Sinise, like, coming up with John Malkovich out of yeah, Chicago. Right. You know, at the, at the Steppenwolf Theater. Mm-hmm. I know that. Because of looking at things. Theater, California man. dreaming.
2: <laughs> Big theater guy. And I always love hearing interviews with Gary Sinise because he's one of those guys who just tells it like it is. Yeah. And he's like he is so appreciative of his involvement in the film mm-hmm. because it did. It really propelled him into a different stratosphere. Oh yeah. I mean, he went from, you know, relative unknown to just I mean, just everybody knew him and he gets cast in all these I, what roles did, and
1: what did you what did you see in Jenny in other than Princess Buttercup?
2: <laughs> uh yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. yeah. robin Wright, house, the house of
1: cards oh, oh wow. that's 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 that way like, no she still had to marry sean penn and get beat up by him oh, a few nice. times that hadn't even happened oh yet. god really? robin Wright. that happened yeah, she is.
2: was brilliant in that film and uh, even i mean as much as i love princess bride this this film really i i feel like showed her acting chops she, oh, her yeah. Charac- her character was kind of a little nobody over in the Princess top. Princess Bride times. can
1: say they showed their acting chops. No, I get that's it. That's not what that's a different for. style. Yeah. <laughs> no, other I than Fred it. Savage. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he but, always shows But yeah, like this chop. one, it was like, I didn't. I, I'm not the biggest Princess Bride fan, but I had seen it recently at that point, and I didn't know it was her. Didn't recognize uh, yeah.
2: her mm-hmm. yeah. at all. Yeah, she, she was, was in that movie. She was still really, really young. See, she was
3: so perfect for that role. They didn't. Even read anybody else for that role. Oh, really? I didn't it. know that. Yeah. It's like, she was We're talking about Princess Bride or Fourth Gump. No, first Force Gump. Oh, Okay. For she sure. was so perfect for the role. They're just like, yep, well, we can't get better than this. Yep, and done. I think they're right. I mean, she, like, I don't know how she got so skinny during some of these scenes. Oh, I don't know seriously. if she's. It's, it, it's kind of gross. Like, oh, yeah, man.
4: Apparently, like, did she actually get that ball? for her guitar scene? Sick as a dog. When she's naked playing the guitar,
1: how many yeah. roads must she had there? to spend twenty four hours naked, naked, and she to... was sick as hell. She had a yeah. horrible cold, uh, but she actually was that's her singing on set, really. That's live recorded, oh, and she wow. did it for twenty four hours, probably propped up on cold medicine and yeah. and <laughs> wet rags. Wow. Oh, jeez, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, see, it it it's just the thing is, every scene in this movie has trivia. To it. There's a story <laughs> sure. right. behind yeah. every single scene. You know, uh, Bubba, Bubba Blue. You know, is his his best friend that he makes in Vietnam.
2: I gotta say it that way the Vietnam yeah Viet that's F- not you F- know, like bottom M- lip
1: he talking to his bottom lip like, yeah. that's a prosthetic <laughs> it's not his lip yeah, right. yeah. it's not like he stuck cotton in there like Marlon Brando <laughs> right. that's a prosthetic lip so yeah. after the movie came out he'd be walking down the street nobody and knew nobody it was knew him was. <laughs> yeah. nobody had any idea yeah. alright and then he went on uh, he went on was it Letterman or The Tonight Show or whatever and, and gave the prosthesis to the whichever host <laughs> yeah. it was and after that people go oh that's him <laughs> <laughs> and now he now he works <laughs> he works <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like jeez, I I don't know where to start talking about Forrest Gump. Well, I, I we can't go through
4: the whole movie you and can't. describe scene by scene. It's there's too much there, there's so much detail. And
1: it's so it's and, so segmented yes. that you'd have to set describe the setup of every But I mean, scene. if if we go through
4: his life in general because we're describing him from his childhood, mm-hmm. you know, obviously uh, uh, his mother Loved him and gave him the best that she could give him in yes. life. Yes. Um, uh, to her own detriment at times. And uh, but always with him had a positive attitude mm-hmm. and that carried through.
2: Yeah, uh, that was a great message the with um, her when he was very young, trying to get him into school because that, that was the whole thing with the schoolmaster, right? Yeah. She's trying to get him into public school and they're like. Your son is what we he has got, you know. <laughs> We've got what we call a bit of a slow, learning, of a learning. <laughs> slow, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. So you know, but I mean, she went to bat for him, right? And she's like, "Yeah." Nope, well, she went to bed
1: for him too. <laughs> she sure did.
2: Yeah. Um. Anyway, you know. So it, the, you know, the message is, you're not going to treat him any different. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she's he's slow, all he's got. But, he doesn't
1: have a dad. Right. And so she's going to break the rules because she knows his issues. She's right. his mom. Right. She loves him. She's she does not care about anything except doing what's got to be done to get him the best shot. And it ain't one of those heartfelt, oh, look what mama's sacrificing. It's one of those right. like, no, mama getting shit done. Right. Yep. That's right. What I mean, about. even to the
4: point where she's telling him, don't let anybody ever
1: tell you they're better than you. Right. Right. Because, right. because mm. and why is she saying that? Because she knows they're going to. Mm-hmm. Not because, you know, they're not better than you well, or just, not because you're you're just as good at everything as everybody else. They're going to tell you. Do everything he can not to let.
2: I mean, just think where this is set, too. I mean, you know, Forrest, in theory, would be, have been born in, like, the late 40s, early 50s mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, I mean, that's a time when, you know, people had learning disabilities and, and mental retardation and things like that. They they would go to homes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they were, they were kind of ostracized from society. They yeah, weren't and, integrated. Yeah.
4: And they never, I don't recall, they never really described any if he like, had a condition no right? they just gave him no. an iq that's all right yeah.
2: just low iq yep. is, is kind of really and
4: uh was. and that was we didn't need any more
1: and that. well and that's a break because several times through the movie someone goes what are you stupid and they're not saying it as an insult they're saying it as an ignorant person in the south at that time mm-hmm. not knowing how to address something right. any other way what are you stupid <laughs> Well, stupid is stupid does i mean it's just that's his i've memorized to say this this is what i'll say it doesn't make much sense, but here goes, you know, rewind play, but over and over yeah. through the movie. What are you stupid? And the movie just never addresses it because Forrest right. never addresses right. it. Right. Well,
2: and mm-hmm. the brilliance too. And again, from the adaptation of the book to the movie is that the, the, the filmmakers here realize that they had an opportunity just given the timeline of this guy's life mm-hmm. that not only can we make these extraordinary adventures for an unlikely protagonist, right? Right. Um, But we can stick him in settings in these historical settings that just really take this picture from, oh, that's a nice, this is a nice story to giving it everything's relevance. Yes. To to making it iconic.
1: Every point in the story is an iconic point in history. From, the, mm-hmm. from
2: him being young and his mom runs the bed and breakfast mm-hmm. and there's this young traveling musician that comes through. That's
1: the I think about that young <laughs> traveling musician. You know, they never show the face. You get a blurry right. image in the mirror, mm-hmm. but it's out of focus. Right. It's Elvis Presley. Right. You know, this young man, and he had a guitar. <laughs> you know, he's like, and he's like, "Show me the moves." And he's got his leg braces yeah. on, so he's shifting his knees, <laughs> yeah. which is Elvis' signature yeah. move, right? right. Well, they rather than go out and just get an Elvis impersonator to come in and do an impression of the Kingman, who did they get? Kurt Motherfucking Russell. Oh, I did not know this. <laughs> he's not credited, mm-hmm. oh, but wow. he was doing the voice. Kurt Russell, who starred in a Young Elvis movie, ah. that's right. Previous to that, they just ah. and then also I an Elvis impersonator gonna, film. As I, thought, I, treasure I thought Kurt Russell. Think-
4: we're gonna say they brought Elvis
1: back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gonna, Which oh. would have been almost as cool. Yeah, that's actually Kurt Russell doing no, the line. That's lines. awesome. Yeah. I thought I, <laughs> I learned that a long time ago, but I forgot about it. And I read it today. I went, Oh yeah. No credit, nothing. They just brought him on, did it. Thanks, Kurt. Cool. Oh, wow. See you, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I don't
3: so, like I don't think Forrest like we, you're talking about, he's stupid. I don't think he was stupid. He just had a different way of interacting with the world's
2: life right and yeah, i think no, that's
3: more well, the moral yeah. of the story is like he's he's different he doesn't interact like a normal person with like exactly. he when he would he, he would shows be, flashes of brilliance yes like, right.
4: he, yeah. he would be what a lot of people say uh, uh socially um
1: inept. awkward inept 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 or yeah but <laughs> yeah. In, in, in the all 60s re- in the south yeah. they
4: just say you're stupid yeah and in all reality you i mean great you're right.
1: It, it's he just had a different way of looking and processing the world. And that's the thing. His brilliance is, I think, that he doesn't complicate his take on anything. Mm-hmm. He no. can instantly reduce it to the simplest one statement, like one line, mm-hmm. and put it right there and be completely comfortable. Yeah. Is this, and the- he
3: doesn't have that like social baggage yeah. that he needs to, yeah. uh, I guess, pussyfoot around Certain things, just, well, like, well, he just—he says what is even, on his mind. Yeah, he'll <laughs> even acknowledge,
4: I, I know I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. Right. You know, he's got, he understands what's important to him. What's important to him is his family mm-hmm. and
1: his friends. Right.
4: And there's not a lot of either one of those, but he's loyal to them. To well, the and
1: who he's, told Tom Hanks when he delivers that line, I may not be a smart man, but I do know what love is. Who told him to put his hands on his hips that way? No one stands <laughs> that way in today's world. There were old people, like grandparents of ours, that put yeah. their hands on their hips. Sure. But Tom Hanks did this awkward hand yeah, hip thing whole, that was... Like, it's almost a little effeminate. Do. Like, the wrists sure. are tucked under, and it's right. just like the top of the wrist that's tucked under the lower back hip, mm-hmm. not down to the waist, but up above that. Sure. And it's so awkwardly perfect I'd, for the moment think, where Forrest is putting his foot down.
3: Yeah. I think it's because that's how his mother put her foot down and
1: that's the only way he knew how to do it i think that's the best guess i think i really do and and i love it though i love that because it's slightly awkward which is how when because if forrest is suddenly going to have a breakthrough moment where he drops character and stands up for himself it can't be this perfect culmination there has to be afraid edge to it it can't because he doesn't do that it's unnatural for him and Tom Hanks does that hand on the hip thing mm-hmm. and I, I just think it makes it perfect yeah and there's so many
2: just little like flourishes little, right in this movie little moments like that. like that right yeah right. and uh the, the neat thing about the character too is that he's what we well, talked about his loyalty to family and the things that he cares about but he's also he's also the um well he's got this quality about him that makes him the the perfect he's coachable yeah he's um he's a great i mean and and the, his ability to be coached makes him a great football player makes him a great soldier right yeah, yeah i mean because- th- just
4: right when he asked him uh, what does the the drill sergeant ask him he said uh, you know what it, what is your purpose in life or something
1: I <laughs> do whatever you tell what me to drill sergeant <laughs> 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 that's the best oh, God answer God damn answer i've ever heard <laughs> God damn it, Private Gump. you're a goddamn genius <laughs> That's good shit. My dad was loving that in the theater. Like his grin, his teeth were gleaming in the reflection of the screen. My dad was in the army right, right. And, and served in Vietnam. And like, he thought that was the most perfect thing I could tell. Cause I'm looking at him. I'm that dude. I was that kid. I'm looking for dad liking it. I'm liking his dad liking it. And yeah, like just big pooping well, grin even, on my dad's even face. Backing
2: up scene. to when he was in college. Right. Yeah. So, so the, the high school recruiters see him running, you know, and they're he's like, running oh away gosh. from a
4: truck that's <laughs> chasing him. <laughs> <them>. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah that runs across suddenly, the football field. Suddenly he gets, yeah, he gets recruited by the, you know, the the college football team, and uh, it's the same thing. They're trying to get, okay, how do we get this guy, you know, to do what we want him to do? And they're basically giving the simplest instructions yes. they possibly Bring can, it down to the most and basic they're like, thing. okay, you're going to get the ball, and you're going to run that way. <laughs> it's pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> you know, to the point where <laughs> everybody the first in the time he gets a, it, the yeah, yeah, he gets right it, down he the gets it, he runs all the right, yeah, down, and then they have to get the, yeah, everybody in the stands Forrest to put, hold run. up the stop, the
1: stop So at that point, they're all thrilled about Forrest. <laughs> they know his, all the fans love him, and, but know his limitations, so they band <laughs> right. together to tell him to stop. stop and he just stops around <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> it's crazy, also, man. for about uh, people being sick on set, Tom Hanks had horrible diarrhea when they shot oh, that no. scene, oh. and so he was oh, a trippy running rough. that scene, but he didn't do all of his running scenes. Okay. Uh, you might notice, like, when the truck's chasing him and you're getting sort of that, like, yes. that tight stop yeah, and where it looks like all the way truck's, or, way down but he's actually Well, that's because that's his younger brother, Jim. Oh, cool. Who also oh, does, he does the voice of Woody for video games and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because you he sound kind of like him. Yeah. They both got, yeah. I, I'm not even going to try to sound like a Hanks, <laughs> but, like, yeah, uh, a lot of those shots of, of him running yeah. are actually Jim Hanks. Oh,
2: interesting. Yeah. Oh, little Jimmy.
1: Little Jimmy Hankies
2: all Hankerson's. the trivia mm-hmm. all the trivia but uh oh my gosh the
1: scene where he gets on the bus where young Forrest gets on the bus can't sit here i don't know why the one kid was a kennedy but he was <laughs> 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 and then you know the you know, like, seats taken taken <laughs> but the other one kid ah yeah, right well, you can't sit here and then <laughs> you know and then i heard one beautiful voice, voice. or whatever and yeah. he yes you can sit here if you want and turns it and you look at this little girl that i swear she's like a clone of a little girl i knew when i was in preschool like Mm -hmm. i'm like i think everybody knew that kind of pointy face little blonde girl that just kind of stuck out that even though she's adorable she's at that age has baggage yeah you know yeah and 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 it's weird to think about now that i'm older but uh but i remember just he's taken aback with her beauty but i'm already (laughs) at at 14 years old oh oh, damage goods Damage good for us. Red flags. <laughs> Red flags. Okay, she's being nice to you. It's okay. It's okay. Um, and how they set it up with just these two kids. Yeah. Especially that little
2: girl. Well, and that's isn't that the great all American love story too. I mean, you, oh, yeah. you end up you end up at the at the end, you get the girl that, you know, that you have had a crush on since you were, you know, nine years old, Yeah. years old.
1: I mean, you only get her through circumstances, yeah, but at but- the same time, it doesn't he knows matter. What to, love it doesn't. Is. Yeah, it doesn't matter to you. <laughs> it doesn't matter to Forrest. Right? No. It no. It, it Those just matters. That, ma- yeah, it doesn't matter how it came about. It just right. matters that it came. about. It Came
2: about. Yes. And it's and like,
1: yeah. man, if we could all be that big
2: again. Yeah. Again. Yeah. The beauty of that character. Yeah. Get it big. Uh, yeah, he was I in big. He there. He plays the piano, piano with his, his feet. feet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he
2: had piano a pinball machine feet. in his loft. Oh yeah.
1: He saw some boobies. Yeah. Liked him. He did.
2: He did like him, a
1: lot. <laughs> um, I will admit at the age of 14, despite the fact that I should have understood what happened, I did not understand what happened with the roommate's bathrobe scene at all. <laughs> I didn't get what I was. I'm glad so I wasn't right, dealing with it. Oh, what did right right the
2: bath- uh, uh, say? <laughs> uh-uh. And she's like, it's okay.
1: I ruined your roommate's bathrobe. <laughs> I didn't hear it exactly right in the theater because everybody started giggling and I had no idea what just happened nice. because I had never, I had never Ruined heard or seen bathroom. another dude having an orgasm <laughs> at all in any context so i was like what because you know at that point in my life silent as a church mouse <laughs> so i was like what's happening this is weird and awkward oh well on with the movie <laughs> that's probably how my voice sounded To him that's, <laughs> <one of
2: those, laughs> that's one of those great seminal scenes though with their relationship right i mean she mm-hmm. he's 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 the only consistency in her life right? I mean, right. even when they're in college, you know, I think that scene, you know, she gets dropped off by a boyfriend who's trying to, you know, get more fresh than she's willing to get. There's and, one other
1: consistency in his life after his mother dies, and that's the lady who was like the housekeeper that worked for his mom.
2: Oh, well, yeah, but I'm talking but about She gets Jenny. way underplayed. I'm talking about Jenny's yeah. consistency. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and the bus
3: driver who never ages. Yeah. I want to talk about that. Dorothy Harris? That? <laughs> yeah.
1: From Saturday Night Live? Yeah. She never, never ages. I don't know. She's I think she was propped up by smoking on the, on the end there. Or <laughs> there. I think it's
3: a Twilight Zone episode there somewhere.
1: Yep. Probably. Probably.
4: Well, one of my favorite sequences in the in the movie is the whole Vietnam. Oh, yeah. Sequences up to uh, even, I mean, the, the best part for me is when he's, you know, running and, and all the explosions around him and he's going back. Getting well,
2: that's his, it, been his, his I thing. I gotta right? get
1: Bubba. Yeah
2: you know, that's been his thing is the whole running thing. And uh, he remembers before he goes to Vietnam, what does Jenny tell him before he gets on the bus? Or she run, gets on the bus, You turn she's and like, you when, run. You're, when you're there and if, you know, Bubba, you, you, you're not going to be a hero. You're going to turn and you're going to run. So he does, but he's also
1: the he's hero also because
2: the hero. he's running. Yeah,
4: and the funny thing is he doesn't go back with the intent of saving all these guys. No, he's, he's just he's,
1: trying to get Bubba.
4: Uh, the, and his loyalty is he wants to be, he wants to save Bubba. But, but he... But his morality in himself, yeah. he
1: sees this guy who needs help. Well, got to get I've that gotta, done. There's no question. I got to take because it Because he back. doesn't... It's what Garrick said. He's not yeah. carrying the baggage of, no, I have to make a choice because I'm here to get Bubba, so I have to leave you to die. That's not a thing for Forrest. Forrest is, A, do the right thing whenever you can, and B, get it done. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That He's is like, oh, there. he
3: said, help me, Forrest. Okay. Okay. Here okay. I know. You told me okay. what to do. I'm going to
1: do it. And
4: so, I, I mean, I have no... I, I can't remember how many people he brought back several several, but he did end up finding bubba that's uh
1: but bubba died right that's a gut-wrenching
4: gut gut-wrenching scene there that's That's all i have to say about that yeah when he's done talking about a thing because he's getting too emotional
1: that's what what he says all i have to say about that
2: i go ahead
1: gary i didn't
2: say anything oh i thought i heard go ahead mike No, i mean just the setup of this though i mean he you know bubba I mean, he, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he knows Bubba for a, a relatively short period of time, Yeah, you know, but in that time he, he cements such a friendship, a deep, you know, seed of relationship, friendship with this guy, uh, his parents are, his family's from Alabama too, right? That's where yeah. they're,
1: Is it Alabama or
3: Mississippi? No, they're Alabama. Yeah. No relation. no sir
1: we are not of relation relation. (laughs) we are not of relation what are you twins (laughs) we have to address that we have to address that Bubba who's easily Forrest's best friend Jenny aside like the person that Forrest connects with better because Bubba is only about as smart as Forrest but Bubba is type A He likes to talk, and he has an idea. He just says it. Right. Whereas Forrest isn't going to volunteer much of anything. Right. So it's the perfect fit because it's like you know I'm just going to come over here and lean up against you, and you just lean right back against me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It is a match made in heaven.
2: (laughs) It is beautiful. Well, and the whole and so yeah, the whole, the sequence, whole thing with what are you twins? <laughs> well, then the <laughs> sequ- the sequence too, where you're talking about you know he's giving the idea right. When I get back, you know my my family they, we're going to a, buy a shrimp boat and we're going to get some shrimp and we're gonna you know we're gonna open a restaurant. We're gonna you know and yeah. he's sitting there giving
1: them all the ideas. Yeah, these are this is everything I'm going to do. He's got it all laid out. Forrest <laughs> is literally a feather in the wind. If you guys didn't pick up on the opening credits and closing credits analogy, the metaphor. Um, mm-hmm. Bubba is the opposite Bubba's like not the smartest dude but he knows his goals he knows what he wants to do he and knows his shrimp
2: he knows his well, shrimp and I just love the fact that once Bubba died all of his dreams be- all of Bubba's dreams became yeah. Forrest's yeah, I mean, it's beautiful not necessarily Forrest's dreams Bubba never dreams. told Forrest that he had to do it yeah right but
1: Forrest knew that Bubba had to do it, so it's something that had to be done. Had to be not, done. I had don't even ever done. feel that fully that Forrest has is feeling like a need to do it to make it up to Bubba, or in his memory. It's just Forrest knows that it's Bubba so wanted it to be done, well, so it's probably something that needs to be done. Right. right. Yeah. It's not like I, I'm doing it for Bubba, even though there's a little bit of that, but it's right. more just like, well... I don't know what to do and that's something that's supposed to happen. So right. here I go. And he
4: shows up <laughs> at his house and
1: yeah. what are you stupid
4: <laughs> coming here? <laughs> what are you, stupid, stupid is stupid <laughs> does Miss
2: Blue. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to the point where okay the the business becomes a success and you know there's that great scene where she gets the you know the check
1: in yeah. <laughs> the mail <laughs> and passes, she out. passes Dude, out. You got the scenes of like the of her bringing in like the the bisque and then the server uh, servant bringing in her bisque <laughs> yes, her. Yes, right. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh. Man,
1: yeah, that's good <laughs> so stuff. is kind of—I mean—he's made some good films, but he peaked. Yeah, peaked. Oh. It's, I mean, he's still around; he's still kicking it. I love—I mean, don't get me wrong—I love some Bob. Yeah, I mean, Back Future, y'all. Oh yeah, but this movie is so rule bending for storytelling. It really bends the rules, and yeah, back a, then it really did. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. There's well, there's been a lot of Closer proximities uh, in style since then. But, but this was like
2: whiplash back yeah, then. Yeah, because it, I mean, there's an overarching story there, right? I mean, oh, the overarching absolutely. story is, is the love relationship between him and Jenny. Mm. But I mean, but it takes so many twists and turns. I mean, there's just, it doesn't. It's not like it's not like a natural, you know, up to a climax and then down. You no, know, to the, no, I mean, this is zigzagging all over the place.
1: Yeah, and yeah. and the last third of the movie, or the last twenty percent of the movie, changes gears completely.
2: Yeah, right.
1: And you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. I guess we're not going to get a resolution to that. We now just need a resolution to this, right. which will ultimately be the resolution to that. But now it's this, <laughs> you know, and that, of course, being the fact that when he's done telling every stranger who comes along to that bench, the story of his life, because he doesn't even seem to realize people are getting on their bus and leaving and another person replacing him. He's just going to keep on going. Keep talking. But like then, okay, now we're up to quote present and quote, which is, I don't know, mid eighties. Early eighties. yeah,
2: Right. Um, All
1: right. And from that point on, it's a completely different film. Right. Sure. But still, completely Which, honest to the you, first.
4: Usually, when that happens, it's a bad thing. Yeah,
1: usually when that happens, it's a Martin Scorsese film. And it's terrible. <laughs> yes. From especially that point, when I there's like twenty like like five minutes and then, left, yeah. and you're like, oh boy. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, but in in this case, it's like oh, oh, where where are we? Because at that, it's it's funny. Ah, uh, I'm gonna try. How that felt when I saw it the first time, and every time subsequently. At that point where he's like, oh, that's just over there. And he gets up, grabs suitcase, it's been nice talking to you. You know, he's running. I I feel like this is so stupid. I feel like we're all in the feather. Like up until that point, we've been seeing how Forest is the feather on the wind. You know, mm-hmm. a leaf on the breeze or what a leaf on the wind. Um And at that point, we're the feather, like we all gather together on the feather because now it's unknown up until now, you know, whatever happens is the culmination of him sitting on that bench. But from that point forward, you're like, oh, all that adventure has already happened. So now we don't know where it's like, you have no idea where it's going to take you because we've just completely broken the thematic, like the genre theme of the movie off done. So now you have to go with Forrest, mm-hmm. whereas before you were just hearing it from him, and and that transition is almost perfectly seamless. Any any, yeah. I'm I'm assuming most people watch the movie and they you know I'm, don't feel that even feel it. they're like oh oh he's running oh it's gonna happen, but no the movie ain't done. There's still dramatic, a lot of drama right. coming, but and it's not going to be as fun and whimsical as it's been up until this point. Mm, yeah. You know, and so it's just kind of, but you're, because you know where he's been and now you know who he is, you're going to have to yourself become comfortable with how he, how it plays out with him. It's like you become Forrest a little bit from that point forward. Mm -hmm. And it is so beautiful and so powerful. And I don't know if anybody ever sat down and described it that way when they were planning it. But to me, it is so magnificently done Mm -hmm. that that should have been disruptive. That should have felt like a speed bump. Right. And it doesn't. It feels like it actually feels like you've been on the roller coaster tick tick tick, 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 tick going up to the top of the hill the whole time. Which, you know, if your roller coaster is only a minute long and you spend 30 seconds, 45 seconds getting to the top of the hill, the actual ride is just at the end. Right. You know, no. and that's what it feels like. That's like you feel like you've been on a thrill ride, but actually it, the ride just started because now it's the unknown. Right.
2: Yeah. No, you're right. Because, I mean. It is, it is seamless in the fact that you're right. The first part of the movie is you're being told a story. Yeah, the first the, majority. The last, yeah. Right, yeah, the last whatever of the film, last quarter of the film, last tenth of the film, who knows, um, is Somebody you're experiencing it with him.
1: Yeah, and which means that the emotional things that happen are going to hit you mm-hmm. harder. Right. You don't want a dry seat in the house. Everybody's crying oh. down through their clothes in that movie oh. when it came out, and, and it's because of that. It's because... You got to watch his life and now you're in it with yeah, him and when, oh. when he's talking to Jenny. Yeah, yeah, talking to the grave. Talking to the grave. You'd be so proud of oh, him. Oh man, that's he's smart.
2: Well, yeah, I that, yeah, I remember that, that first time I saw you. that scene, you like, know, when she's laying in the bed or whatever and mm. then, you know, the very next, you know, it just shows the close up of him and you know, you died on, oh, a, you know, blah 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 and you're you're like, no. I didn't make it that far.
1: <laughs> I we, he just got done running to her apartment. He sees Haley Joel Osment watching, you know, Tom and Jerry or whatever the hell he's watching, and and she's telling him about him, and he wants to ask a question, and he gets nervous, which is not something Forrest often does, and he goes, "Is he? Is he? Is he?" See,
0: you're getting. Like, I'm starting to cry. You're starting to cry
1: because Forrest wants to know. Forrest never de- never talks about his inadequacies, but he when he finds out he has a son, the first thing he wants to know. Is, is his is son okay? going to go through what he went through? Mm-hmm. So he's trying to ask, is he stupid? But he doesn't know what to say because he doesn't say it's stupid. He doesn't know how to say, is he, is he, is he? And she goes, yeah, he's smart. You know, all A's and Top everything. Class. And... Tom Hanks eyes are red. You don't need to feel guilty about your oh. eyes being red.
0: Whose eyes? Wait, whose eyes? Yours, your Your eyes, eyes are red. red.
1: You're the one with the red eyes. I could literally see the shiny pinkness from here. I'm not lying at all. Yeah. But that that's when I I like literally had probably one actually streaking down the cheek the first yeah. time I saw the film. Yeah. And it gets that, me that, I man, get misty every whole time.
3: Cuz <laughs> they, they they hit you with like some comedy up front, yeah. and then, <laughs> he got a daddy. Like, named oh, for daddy's daddy oh oh yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 Tom Hanks' delivery of that line is so flawless. Yeah, I, you, th- that's not fair that someone can deliver that line to be that convincing. He's named after his daddy, his name's Forrest. He got a daddy named Forrest. <laughs> Oh, oh good stuff! <laughs> so good, yeah, yeah, so so good. I, can you imagine? And then he's like, it's other the most than beautiful Hanks? thing
3: I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm
4: like oh god, I, I can't imagine anybody other than Tom Hanks in this role. You can't
1: imagine John Travolta playing? <laughs> no, no, he was offered. No, 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 John Travolta says one of the worst, <laughs> m- one of the greatest regrets he ever has was passing on this role. I'm glad not he didn't mine. Even go to Tom Hanks yet at that point. I'm glad. He, oh, he that would have been terrible. Yeah. There are several people I think, I don't remember uh, Travolta stood out. I think Cruz I think there were several other people. They that was about it. an act of God, if yeah. I have to say <laughs> so. Yeah, no kidding. That would have been a Well, Hanks is one of those people
2: though. that too, that I mean, he just, you know we were talking about Kurt Russell and we've talked about actors like that, that really just bury themselves in these things and mm-hmm. he, Hanks is one of those he, he may even take it deeper than most I mean, he really gets in there into the Producer's chair, too. You know, but yet no one ever says that producing. Hanks's
1: method. No, he's not. It sounds I don't like think he Tom is. Hanks just turns it on when the cameras start rolling. Yeah. The way everybody <laughs> talks about him, it's just natural, yeah, right? He's an American yeah. treasure. But I think he just amen.
4: <laughs> I think he knows, and maybe it has. To, maybe he's an empath. I don't know, but, mm. uh, but <laughs> thank you, Garrick. Um, but uh I think he just knows how to tap into different emotions from different perspectives. Yeah. And he's able, maybe he's a great observer of life.
1: You know, I, I really believe that. I really believe that some of the best actors are people who just pay attention to other people and understand perspective, mm-hmm. pure and simple. I, I, I feel like for the, for the best ones, that's just the way it is. There are people who give great performances who suck at that, but they give amazing performances because they practice and they try to block everything else. And they try to make it. And those are the people who are difficult to work with often. But yet, win all the awards and stuff like that. Tom Hanks to me, seems <laughs> Christian like, Bale, yeah, Christian Bale obviously just zips right to the top. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Tom Hanks just seems to be one of those people who just. Does anybody feel like they couldn't just sit down and have a, a, an hour long conversation, good time with Tom Hanks? Well, you just watch because he seems like the him. kind of person who knows how to engage on any no, level. Yeah,
4: you just watch. I'd be too nervous. You watch no, any man. interview with him. I think he would make you not nervous. Yeah. I think he, he would, disarms he, everyone. Yeah, he would notice that you're nervous and make you become not nervous.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Good, good guy. Yeah. Good guy. Can I say that Robin Wright, Penn, and the Just Robin Wright now. Robin, you're me. right. Sorry. Robin Wright at the end of the movie, you know, before she's like super sick, when when he first goes apartment over, like the most gorgeous thing on the face of the planet. Like, with that kind of, like, strawberry blonde little shoulder length thing going on. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I was was smitten. Smitten.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she's...
1: Yes. (laughs) There are other parts (laughs) of the movie where she's a little more, you know, haggard. Well, yeah, sure, but no, but, I mean... uh, When she makes peace with herself. There's a, she's very attractive to me and that goes to lend to her performance. Right. Because it's not just how she looks. It's she's at peace with herself for the first time in her life. Yeah,
2: sure. But I'm just saying there's, um, actresses that really in certain roles, that just I mean, as a young man, especially, just mm-hmm. grab you and you're just like, oh, you yeah, know, this is I yeah. that girl oh, you treated him horribly. Come to me <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, uh, but no. and what, what I'm saying is that you just you you, you know and and it, you fall in love with them, yeah, to you know, it sounds stupid, but it's a, it's a young man's thing when yeah. you're watching these types of movies. And, um, and it's all, it's the performances of those actresses that go just so deep that just really just draw that out. It it, it makes you forget that it ain't real. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's definitely one of those performances.
1: I mean, she can do that in a lot of other things, but I think that's the only thing I've seen her in where it
2: was at that level Yeah.
1: well, no, that where it was sweet. Like she was at that point in her life, she was at peace with herself. She was sweet. She was good. At the end of the movie. She plays a lot of badasses. Mm hmm. Um, so, like, I've not seen all of her performances, Not, but that one, yeah, at that age, especially, you know, that just resonated with me in such a creepy way that, like, afterward, I was like, why am I suddenly just losing sleep thinking about this lady? And I think it's because her performance was so powerful. Yeah. And easy on the eyes yeah, that well, helps well sure but that helps no, but it's, she, it has more to do with performance it does and, it, and it, the
2: writing and, yeah. and all that. and it's it's accomplishing what it's supposed to accomplish
1: yeah i mean it's resonating with you in when you're a, a young teenager parts of your heart that you've not yes. bothered to use yet. yes
2: that's a good way to put
1: it
4: yeah now one of the biggest finds in forrest gump was the uh their son yes he you and know, he know the, when he could, when yeah. he told them hey, he they could shoot dead people. Yes, that that's like the <laughs> biggest find in the movie.
1: <laughs> that was amazing <laughs> the biggest find. Yeah. Uh, Garrick thought the bus driver didn't age. She's a ghost. She's, yeah, she actually see? driving the bus around in the dead. See. Yeah. They actually cast a ghost. <laughs> First time in movie history. <laughs> Look it up. And then in Blair Witch. Yeah.
4: After that. Yeah. Oh, I don't I don't know. I mean, we could talk about this for yeah. a long time. I don't know if, if there's really any more to say though. We haven't talked much about Lieutenant there, Dan. We haven't. Uh, we, talked we talked about bit.
2: Gary Sinise, but we haven't really You're talked right. about okay. the character he's, of Lieutenant so Dan.
4: That, that, that's an amazing story arc in in and of itself because mm-hmm. he he's, he's one of those. In the, he's he's a lifer in the military. He's following his lineage
1: and 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 Forrest's mental take on picturing. How all of his grand forefathers <laughs> yeah. died yeah. is just hilarious. It's right. like it's like a Scrubs cutaway, <laughs> you know.
2: No, but you're right though. I mean, it's a legacy. They're all Gary Sinise, and all of all of Lieutenant Dan's ancestors, they all died in war, and that was a badge of honor for their for his yeah. his family, or
1: at least as Forrest understands. So it. Yeah. as Forrest well, understands, yeah, it. yeah,
2: you didn't know it up to this
1: point, really. I well,
2: but like, no. Oh, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say,
1: but he.
4: That that's really in the, in his mind. That's his goal is to die.
2: Mm-hmm. It is, be and, and he pretty well, much says as much. After after,
1: yes, once he's in a situation where he realizes that he probably won't recover to full working order, right? It is very clear to him that he wants See, to die. The thing and is- he should have died, but you don't really know up until that point, other than through four sides that his that's his goal. His goal is probably to survive and be a war hero. You know, maybe I know. dying later, maybe dying on the battlefield is fine with him. I don't think so because I feel
4: like he stayed longer than he needed to stay on the radio. I think he purposely stayed on the radio, yeah, so mm-hmm. that he would be put
3: in a position that yeah he where was he, mad at Forrest for saving him.
2: He's he, like, yeah, just leave me here, he Gump. him out, yeah, and all that. He's yeah.
3: just yelling at him the whole time. Leave me there to die. Well, Come on, Gump, you thing. idiot. That was after he was injured. But that's after he was in the situation. No, that's while he was, yeah, carrying him over, like, to safety. Yeah. But he was already already
4: injured, and he knew he was probably screwed. Yeah, his legs were already injured.
1: Or at least he was having the worst-case scenario is probably what's going to happen. And so because of that, I give up, I'm supposed to die. Like, I feel like he's on the edge. And in Forrest's mind, it's just he wanted to die, he's supposed to die, they all died, die, 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 die. And I think for Lieutenant Dan, it was really... I need to prove myself, and now the only the only option left to prove myself is to die. That's how I take it. I don't because remember I've always taken it as he wanted. But that's how it's that's exactly how it's presented. There, the movie gives you no other option unless, for whatever reason, you're like me and you're trying to find an option that the movie didn't give you. And that's kind of what I come up with because does it's oversimplified to say that I'm supposed to? You know, if everybody dies in war before they have kids, you don't have a lineage. You know, and Lieutenant Dan doesn't have a family and kids. So if he dies, done. Who's left to remember him as being the heroic grandfather? Nobody. So he's not doing the same thing his forefathers did if he just dies. But when it gets to the point where he knows, oh, crap, it happened. Now I have to die. That's how it works. I mean, it's splitting hairs, but it's eh, a thought project, I guess.
3: (laughs) You're wrong. Okay.
1: (laughs) Fair. I just just love
3: the, uh, the, because they're polar opposites, Forrest Gump. And Lieutenant Dan, yes, like Forrest Gump is, uh, like I guess naturally just an optimist, and every he just you know goes along the flow. Like Lieutenant Dan is just unvarnished cynicism, like yeah, throughout yeah. the whole movie, and yet somehow
1: they both kind of meet in the middle somewhere. Yes, yeah. Or how Luke- they how yeah, their, their actually, friendship
2: develops? It's actually like
1: pretty. I wouldn't I wouldn't even describe it that way. I wouldn't say Forrest is an optimist. Forrest is just. An optimist would be like a normal person way to look, but through Forrest is just a, uh, a, it's not like an apathist or anything. He's just he's just okay with whatever's happening. Yeah, he's right. Going along Whereas with Lieutenant everything. Dan starts off driven to an endpoint, whether it's death or whatnot. Let's not get it back into that. <laughs> <habit>. He's driven, <laughs> and then he's almost almost like an anarchist because what he was driven toward was taken away. So he's he is both driven and fine, and then completely desperate and in total disarray he is both extremes and Forrest never changes
0: mm-hmm.
1: so and that's one thing that lets lieutenant dan come to come to jesus or talk to god or whatever it is that happens out on the boat is that part of it is he's almost he realizes that forrest isn't some dummy that's orbiting everybody else he realizes that even if that's true on the big picture he's orbiting forrest forrest is the same forrest is consistent and he has been one extreme, and then the other extreme, mm-hmm. and he has to come like that's he has
2: what to find that middle. He and, realizes and, like, right? oh my gosh, the that center, the, the the guy who
1: I thought was a dummy right. is the happiest person on the planet. Right. Is yeah, he's <laughs> not
2: affected by the winds of change. And like he also I also got
1: rich investing in Apple. Yeah,
4: yeah. Which, in was the, which was which was <laughs>
2: so did so did <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Which was actually yeah. another beautiful po- point in the movie because you know eventually becomes a business partner and you know and. Become successful in his own right, and just this, the wedding scene—you know, where he shows up and he's got his fiance and his titanium legs. Yeah, you know, made others they made those shuttle out of the, you know, <laughs> the shuttle. And uh, I mean, just his his arc, his comeback, full circle too, right? I mean, because I mean, he hit low, he finds his center,
4: lows of the low, like when he when Forrest brings him the uh, transformer on the bed or whatever that meme is. <laughs>
2: The what? <laughs> <laughs> you said it. I. The, it's the ice cream scene. Oh, ice cream, can ice, <laughs> ice cream. But on the memes, he's giving him a treat. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
1: Put the transformer in the bedpan? I
4: mean, <laughs> I forget what the transformer he had the it name. It was Lieutenant
1: Graham, Star Scream. Star Scream. It took me a while <laughs> to remember <Starscream. laughs> Mike, Star, Star, scream. Days, Star, Star Scream. Mike, now Mike's on board. Mike's playing Lieutenant Star Scream. <laughs> That's an old one, That's good. but it, I remember. I remember when I saw that meme, I started laughing as hard as Mike is laughing alone at my computer. I forgot. I was like, "Who that... the hell thinks like this?" That's incredible. It's it's incredible.
2: So
1: <laughs> 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 we are so stupid.
2: Oh, See, that's what the internet was intended for. Yes, to give all
1: the people with Asperger's Syndrome something for us to laugh at. And God bless them for it, because (laughs) you've got to have a mental, some kind of mental specificity that will allow you to make (laughs) Make that connection. But what if it was Starscream instead of ice cream? (laughs) I refuse to believe that some drunk person was quoting the movie and accidentally said Starscream, Starscream, and someone else in the room went, that's brilliant, I'm going to Photoshop that. I refuse to believe that this all Comes about naturally. No, I think there are weirdos <laughs> in the world who are making this beauty for us. <laughs> da, 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 it's it has been, Howie, it has been like five years since I tweeted that. And I have not thought about it since. No, it you.
4: was within the last <laughs> year. Yeah. No, I refuse. Yes, yes. I refuse.
2: It's been <laughs> recent. It may, re- been, it may have been, may have been Darth <laughs> Joe Pesci that could be <laughs> that, that sounds like be. him he's like, in a- uh
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one though <laughs> <Star cream. laughs> uh. oh but anyways yeah but you, so yeah he back to lieutenant dan so yeah you're right i mean he went from this driven to completely depressed and uh i mean he was even just wasn't he out in the street like just sitting around in the alley or something i can't remember no, <laughs> Yeah, it's but,
3: waiting for it, Forrest after the
1: tonight show or whatever yeah he comes out the back door and he's like sorry give me put you on or whatever like that yeah how an idiot like you but
4: finally he he, uh yeah just kind of swallows his pride
1: because he has to come to grips with the fact that why am i all over the place yeah when Mm -hmm. this moron is fine yep (laughs) i must be the problem And he has to start picking off his issues. And that
4: shows the strength of his character, because most people don't realize that they're the problem. Right. When they're the problem, Mm -hmm. they don't realize that they always want to blame somebody else for what goes wrong. And if we can all just look at ourselves and realize what I'm doing is contributing or is the problem. Right. We could could all learn a a bit from that.
1: And that's how we fly casual, everyone. No, I'm not going to sign it off yet. (laughs) And here's why. Even though that was a beautiful place to end, who has eaten at a Bubba gum Shrimp Company restaurant? <laughs> oh, I have. Me. <laughs> I've, I've always wanted to. I've never had. I've no seen one. Either. In yeah. chi Yeah, I was going to say, I've yeah. walked right past it a thousand times it, at Navy Pier. Is there one at Navy Pier? Oh, yeah. Yeah, at Navy Pier. Mm-hmm. I've never eaten at one. How did that come about, anyways? The movie? It was absolutely... I mean, who? Who said, who I'm going to capitalize it? on this? I don't it? know all yeah, the ins and know. outs of it, but either. it was... I mean, maybe there was someone who wanted to open up a seafood chain and went, hey, this is perfect. I'm going to go make a phone call.
2: It's a trademark. This bad boy.
1: Or it might have been the the movie. You know, people marketing was trying to like shop a stunt and it took off. I don't know. But they're they're not just they weren't just all over America. They were worldwide. Bubba Gump Shrimp. We're a household name. (laughs) i uh i've never i've never eaten at one but i remember laughing hilarious, like what well, didn't that used to be a dicky dicky's dick's last resort and now it's a bubba gump shrimp like what just happened that's a that movie was several years ago is this a thing that's still growing and it did for a long bubba time gump
2: shrimp owned by it's landry's there. incorporated there you go um this would be landry of dallas cowboys fame yeah oh i know many seafood uh, Tom landry middle school i know <laughs> Owns, <laughs> uh, owns uh, many a uh, seafood restaurant in uh, the South. So he owns weird. it now. He owns it now, didn't? Then. I don't know. That's why I, I'm kind of curious if. Yeah, when, when, and when, how, when, and how that came about, I don't know. Just did a quick. The
1: we'll movie show. spawned a chain of restaurants. It sure did. <laughs> how well, many movies yeah, have spawned a chain of restaurants?
3: Paramount know. Pictures, I guess, approached a uh, uh, Rusty Pelican Restaurant. And- <laughs>
2: The r- your name sucks want help
3: <laughs> and and created the uh bubble shrimp company restaurant and then landry's purchased it in 2010
2: oh there, there you go, go.
1: nice yep. now we know so it was the the studio was being proactive someone Smart someone enough. again it was probably the same person who made the star scream mean like they were thinking on a different level yeah i think it's <laughs> I, I read this somewhere the
3: the Bubba Gump uh they, they had Bubblegum merchandise before the restaurant came out. They had the hat that Forrest wore oh, in the yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. sure. And they I were selling like so fast they couldn't produce them fast enough and I think they got the idea like we should probably <laughs> monopolize on this a little
4: bit. Yeah. Uh, it, by the way, Chris Pratt was discovered as, at Bubblegum. Yeah, trip. he was a server, wasn't he? That's it? right. Yep.
2: yep. <laughs> he was a server at Bubblegum. Funny, funny, funny.
4: That. So Basically, we have Forrest Gump to thank for bringing Chris Pratt into the fray. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Star Star Lord, we thank him for Star Star Lord and Andy. (laughs) Andy. So I uh, I love this movie desperately, and at for a time it got so played on cable, you know, and then like on the premium channels, and then after that it was overplayed on like TNT and everything like that all the time, and it just became almost like. I started to think Forrest Gump was becoming a caricature of the 90s, but no, the 90s the movies are, on the whole, unwatchable at this point. The <laughs> 90s was a was a great yeah. time for cinema then, not a lot of long lasting films in the 90s. Like like the you know the big films of the 90s were Sleepless in Seattle, Titanic. Yeah, they don't. When's hold the last up? time you watched Titanic? Uh, one and a half <laughs> well, months I don't know. ago. I mean, there was because my oh, you and Harry well, now 90s. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We went, to the, we went to the Titanic Museum in Branson, Missouri over the summer because my wife desperately went to. My kid loved it. So my daughter wanted to watch the movie. They guilt tripped me because I said, I ain't watching that crap. I saw it in the theater. I deserve that time back. And I ain't been <laughs> paid yet. And but it's literally they, like four hours long, right? They yeah, they guilted me into watching it again. And you know what? They realized their mistake because I could not shut up. <laughs> I the whole time I'm like, thanks, Molly Brown. You know, just like like every stupid cheesy dumb thing in the movie, I'm like calling out like I'm like, Why are the windows fogged up if there's nobody in the car? <laughs> like all this crap I just can't drop, and they are getting so pissed and they learned but, the But it's got day. the indomitable Billy Zane in it. Yeah, so. and the unsinkable yeah, yeah. Molly Brown. That's playing funny. a character from a musical rather than the character as written in the movie, and James Cameron was, oh, was James Cameron masturbating the whole time. We got Billy Madison, The Usual Suspects. That's a suspects. good,
4: mm-hmm.
1: that's a good a, movie. Yeah. Wait, like name all the movies that Dumb came out dumber? in the
3: nineties?
4: No, this is
1: top one hundred, and I'm skipping quite a few. Yeah, see, that's that the thing. Good. The nineties was a weird time for movies. They were extremely profitable.
2: There was the big, the big epics like the Dances with Wolves and the. Was that
1: nineties? Hey, yep. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Oh yeah. What else? I mean, there's Mel Gibson had some big films back then, Braveheart, stuff like that. Yeah, Braveheart.
1: So name another Mel Gibson film that holds the up. Shawshank the Shawshank Redemption. Patriot. Well, yeah, Shawshank. Ooh, Patriot. That's a good one. I don't think most people would say. I, I agree. The Patriot. Terminator Two.
4: Lots of Terminator <laughs> in the nineties. <90s. laughs> Just saying, movies. the
1: nineties were a, a time for movies to be. Not something there's something about Mary. <laughs> no, yes, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody but us. Nobody but us. I don't. Terminator 2 right. is
3: the best movie in the night. Schindler's 90s, right?
1: List, yeah. See, I've
3: never watched it a second time. I've never really, watched it. You a might have time. to later on. No, yeah, yeah, Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> yeah. <there you laughs> go. Uh, that has a good hard soundtrack, hard. and I love that movie. Shut I up. Don't I like that? Yeah. Movie. Vincent Price's final movie, Friday. <laughs>
2: the friday after next <laughs> friday Oh, there you go for that
1: that magnificent vehicle of friday Wayne's world my uh what's the what's Boys the in the hood what's the friday thing where the where uh by by what's the girl's name by felicia my kid the other day my kid the other day we are like she gets off school or whatever and i'm talking to her about something went on during she's telling me about something went on that day and she's like and then she said this and i turned around and i was like bye, felicia wow. and i was like was her name felicia no i'm talking about blah 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 and i'm like did you seriously just say bye felicia she's like yes i'm like do you know what that's from she's like no and i'm and she's like did i i'm like you don't know debo i was like i was like whatever and she goes did daddy did i say something wrong no 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 you're fine that's just weird because daddy does know what that's from
2: i don't know what it's (laughs) it's from friday oh okay ice cube by Felicia. Um, there you go. Mm-hmm. Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. 90s. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Jerry Maguire is the perfect <laughs> example of
1: what I'm talking about. There JFK. was a lot of Jerry Maguire. Yeah, 1990. JFK. That barely counts. 91. Oh, was it 91? It still barely totally counts. counts. <laughs> if it's in the 90s, it's the 90s. <laughs> it counted. <laughs> I'm the only person who still loves that movie. <laughs> Starship Troopers. Yes, Amen. Oh, that's exactly. a great movie. Oh that God. should be number Why one. Why have we done a point, podcast when The Fifth Element come out? Exactly oh, what Lion I'm talking King. about. Yes, Fifth
4: Element, yeah, and Lion King, Starship so great, Troopers. You it. kidding me?
1: Unforgiven. Eh. Mm. That's Either okay. way, we can read off the movies of the 90s. The Blair Witch Project. Come I on. promise you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, it's criminal. What's criminal?
3: That Forrest Gump. The big is number 71 ah. on the AFI's top 100 movies. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty criminal. Where Singing in the Rain <laughs> is top 10. The what the hell? Now, if this was if
4: if Force Gump <clears throat> was on our list to do
1: that, I uh, mm, that We'd would have a hard time to say that one's better. I would have a hard time, unfortunately. No one cares, nope, because it's nowhere near on the list. When are they going to redo this list? Again? I hope soon. It's terrible. Well. Maybe we'll d- revisit uh, the AFI top 100 list pretty soon. It's been a little while. We just sing in the range, eh, but a, a few episodes Maybe be time to do another. Is it better than Star Wars pretty soon? But in the meantime, mm-hmm. we're going to tie this one off. We gave you a little preview. We mentioned Titanic might give you a little idea what we're going to be talking about next week. Here's a here's a <laughs> uh, Titanic. It's not Titanic. So <laughs> <laughs> breathe a sigh of relief. At but Titanic is probably Ooh, Billy Zane in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all about Fred Savage. That's right. Billy right. Zane was a phantom. Yeah. And the tail gunner. And oh, wait, no, he wasn't the tail What was he in Memphis Bell? And he wanted to go back and mm-hmm. operate the tail gun to get kills or something. Oh my he was Billy Zane.
3: In- That's right. He was, he was Billy Zane. In Zoolander, he was actually Billy Zane. He
2: was Billy Zane as Billy Zane. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a great zine. Well,
1: I'm glad we took this. Time. <laughs> Shut up,
2: Billy Zane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your friend Billy Zane.
2: <laughs> it's a walk off,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Have you, for whatever reason, somehow not seen Forrest Gump? Go see. If you haven't watched it in a little while, go back and enjoy it again. You'd be surprised how wonderfully it holds up. Uh, mm-hmm. In the meantime, won't you run out wherever you get the podcast? Give nice little to review. Uh go to the website, betterkind.com, click on the Discord link and join us on our Discord channel where all the fun is, where we talk all week long and post memes and do all kinds of great fun stuff and share things and cryptocurrency. I don't know. Stuff. Uh you got started? Hey you got a mic? You got it going? You got, uh, crypto? You got I do, it? Got it?
2: and I've got some hot tips. Darth Dope Joe Pesci is sucking me up. So. Oh, geez, you I guys want, are going I deeper? I wanted
4: to get hooked up, but I missed the boat apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It sailed. Ship My, sailed. Uh, Too late
2: uh bitcoin's at fifty four thousand dollars as of today jeez <laughs> per is coin. that good or bad all, all right. right that'd
1: be good that's another podcast but <laughs> it's not this one so in the meantime i'm cory over there's mike
2: um billy zane in zoolander 2 highly recommended over there
1: is mike's <laughs> eyes are still pink from when i brought up that scene over there's howie all i have to say
4: is the matrix fight club <gasps> and boogie nights
1: yeah hello
3: 90s Oh, the Matrix! (laughs) How could I forget? You threw threw
1: boogie nights on there just
3: to piss me off,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and I know that.
3: (laughs) Over there is Garrick Diggler. Billy Zane's first role was
1: in Back to the Future. Yes, it was. Match. That's right. With the 3D glasses. Bam, bitches! Mm -hmm. Right? Was he the one with the 3D glasses? I can't remember now.
3: Maybe. No, ah. I don't think he was. Okay, this we'll figure awesome. that you out. You can't cover up those eyes. It's Billy. Zane. <laughs> <laughs>
1: those beautiful papers.
2: Check <laughs> out those glasses, Billy
1: Zane. Hey guys, I him. He was a tubesome. Yeah, <laughs> life is like a box of chocolates. Some of those things are filled with jelly.
3: Yeah, we've done three That's not how that goes at all.